This game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This podcast series takes place in between episodes of the main Check Please series and goes into more detail and depth about specific people and events. The timeline for this episode takes place in canon in between episodes 28 and 29 of the main series. Alright, so last time you were in Clay Hill, you had just spoken yep. with Karis, and you told her that you were not going to be back for the next couple of days. That, that is correct. At that point, you and Gro teleported away, and you were going to mm-hmm. head to the Holy City. <laughs> you and Gro, you both materialize near the center of town in the Temple District. Hooray! It is currently early morning on November the 20th? 7 a.m. You and Gro appear in the center of the Holy City, near the center of the Temple District. You're surrounded by temples of various faiths. It's early morning. I don't think you guys have gotten any rest tonight, so... No, we haven't. We've just been going like Energizer Bunnies. He looks like he's a little worse for the wear at this point, from all the spellcasting and the lovemaking. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so Sulk, at first they look really excited around, and then they look up at him, and then they're like, oh shit, <laughs> he looks out of it. Yeah, he looks a little dazed, but he's still smiling at you. Okay, so Sol reaches up, kind of touches his cheek, and kind of cradles his chin a little, and just says, should we go get an in for now, so you can get some rest? Oh, sure, if, if that's what you'd like to do. Well, I don't know. I'd like you to be feeling good when we say our vows. Kind of looks at their feet bashfully. His smile somehow gets even bigger, and he's like, of course. Let's find a place that looks comfortable. So the only inn that Sol stayed in when they were at the Holy City was in the Bard's areas, in Symphonia's area, in Pilgrim Town. Yeah. So I guess Sol just kind of tugs him and starts leading him in that direction. (laughs) All right. You find your way into Pilgrim Town. Streets are... Still relatively quiet, being this hour in the morning, and the Symphonia's areas in here, like the the various bardic taverns and crash pads, are even quiet at this point, because most of the partiers have crashed out by (laughs) (laughs) 7am. They fucking blacked out by this Yeah, they're blacked out and passed out from various drugs and alcohol use. Whoop whoop! Okay, so Sol kind of tries to pick out the cleanest looking one, I guess? Okay. You find one that's not completely disheveled, and you believe is not, <laughs> probably not infested with fleas. So Sol will go in and, and ask for a room for them then. Okay. Upon seeing your holy symbol, it's considered free, so you're given crash space for you and grow. Cool. And you find a really small corner of a larger party room that mm-hmm. has maybe a dozen people passed out in it. Oh. And there's like a corner of it that's clear. Cool. Sol kind of just gestures to it and shrugs. Gro looks at it without saying anything because he doesn't really want to wake up any of the sleeping partiers and just kind of shrugs back at you. <laughs> and then Sol goes over to the corner with him then, I guess. Okay. He, he looks at you and looks at the room and kind of he whispers, So is this how you typically have been staying? Only here. Well, uh, <laughs> okay. 
Let's let's get some rest then, huh? Yeah. Bulk starts to lean back and then just slides in the hole. I mean, usually at that point, I've just drank enough to not be awake anyway. So, you know, you don't even notice. Gro finds a blanket and kind of puts it over the two of you and pulls you close. Aw. Sol kind of snuggles into him then. Yeah, he puts his arm out for you to lay your head on. Since, yes. Since there's no pillows here. Sol's all for that. Snuggle, snuggle, snuggle. They get as close as possible to him humanly, mm-hmm. and they just nuzzle him a bunch while getting comfy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just a very happy, loving cuddle. Mm-hmm. So cute. All right. So the two of you will eventually drift off to sleep, and you are awoken at some point indeterminate in the future by the sound of music. What kind of music? Drums and a lute. And, Interesting. And a flute. Drums, a lute, and a flute. Yep. Maybe more. Soul kind of pops their head up instinctively. <laughs> it appears that some of the people in the room have awoken, and they're not really that interested in staying quiet. Yeah. So they break out their musical instruments and start playing music. You have no idea what time it is, but you also feel you have not gotten a, a full night's sleep. Oh, But I want to play! <laughs> they're missing, like, a good stringed instrument there. Isn't... Well, lute's stringed, oh. yeah, but... You know, I'm saying that you're missing a good one. (laughs) Okay, just one song is what Soul is going to tell themselves. (laughs) Soul squiggles out of, like, the blanket, kind of tucks it back in to grow and stuff. Okay. And takes out their loot. Grow appears to still be passed out. Awesome. Okay. Soul takes out their loot with a devilish smile. And they get out the fucking dancing lights. (laughs) Before you fully jump into it, one of the other bards will offer you a handful of muse. Oh shit. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Ooh, title drop. All right. Soul uh, will take a muse. Okay, you take a muse and start to play music. Oh, come on. Only a 17. Only? It like it looked like it was going to sit on that 20 mm-hmm. <laughs> too. I hate when it does that where it teases you. Only a 17. You play some music, and you think maybe it's just because you just woke up, or maybe it's the drugs. You're not entirely sure, but you play not very well for your skill level. You still do a really good job compared to the people you're playing with. They're much more novice than you are. Pretty soon, they're singing, and some of them start to dance and move around, and it's, it's very raucous. Make a perception check. Uh, that is a 16. That's worse than my strings roll. Wow. Oh, All right. Come on. Okay. In that case, you have a really fun session and you jam out and you kind of lose track of time <laughs> between between the drugs. They're passing around a bottle of whatever was left from the previous night. Soul's not going to drink that after sort the last of. time. Okay. Some so, kind of alcohol, I'm guessing. So it was some kind of liquor. Yeah. Soul kind of went too heavy the last time they drank. So. I'm good. Thank you, though. They kind of pass it along. Okay. After passing that, they put their lyre back in their belt loop thing that I don't actually draw ever mm-hmm. in any of the title cards. And they go back to snuggle back with Gro again. Okay. When you go back to Gro, you see that he is awake and he has the biggest raccoon eyes. Raccoon eyes? He just has these dark circles around his eyes. Like, he just has not oh, gotten no. any sleep at all. Oh, no. And he just accepts you back into a cuddle, but he says nothing. Whoopsies. And Sol kind of snuggles into him and is just like, should we go to a different place? Could we? Yes, of course. I'm so sorry. Kind of shakily gets up. The muse is really kicking ass for you. You feel great. (laughs) Even with the lack of sleep? Yeah. 
Yeah, you feel awesome. Okay, so Sol's trying to help guide him, but oddly can't help but kind of skip a little. They're trying to be really good, but they keep kind of bouncing a little here and there. Hmm. And where would be a good place to stay then? That's quiet. You could find a more traditional inn in the town. Yeah, I guess we'll do that. Sol just kind of went to where they knew a place to stay was. And I guess on the way, they're just, they're going to have Gro's arm kind of in between both of their arms. They're just kind of singing along the way to the regular inn. <laughs> Only a 19! Really? Man, man, I am not doing good with my rolls. Souls tired. Well, they're not tired anymore. Fuck, I don't, I don't know why they're so shitty right now, but they're kind of <laughs> singing. Barely. And this is why you need your four hours of meditation a day. All right, so you find a more standard inn, and you're able to get a room with no problem. Mm-hmm. Gro pays for it, and he collapses onto the bed. He mumbles that he just needs a minute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He is out cold before you know what happens. So Okay. You feel energized. Yeah, I figured. What do I do? I can't play music. It'll wake him up. Should I try to sleep? I guess I'll try to fall asleep. Okay. Awkwardly. All right. Even though you're kind of wired from the the drug use. Well, in that case, go ahead and give me a will save. You got it. That is a 16. Yeah, you're not quite able to force yourself to sleep. So you just sort of sit there. Okay. Your your eyes refuse to stay shut. Well, normally Sol plays music if they have to wait for the others to, like, mm-hmm. wake up. Or they sit and talk to Girl with their ring nowadays. Yeah. So now he's sleeping, and I can't do either of the things I normally do. So what do you do? Fuck! I guess I'll go for a walk. All right. Around the town. So you step out of the inn, and you start walking around. You're still in Pilgrim Town, by the way. You just found an inn in Pilgrim Town. Yeah. A more traditional one. So as you're walking around through Pilgrim Town... Give me a another perception check, please. Another perception check. Okay. Yeah, it's a 29. Awesome. Okay. You hear a voice call out to you. Soul looks around? You hear, Soul! What is this voice? Fancy seeing you here. Who is this? God motherfucking damn it, it's Beth! <laughs> Fucking beast of shit! <laughs> okay. He walks up with, he has a loot strapped to his hip. No, it's slung across his back. And he, he's sort of, like, striding down the street. Like, oh, hi, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So last I heard, you'd left Ville. What brings you back? Yeah. Adventure. Marriage. Marriage? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. He kind of, like, claps you on the back. That's fantastic. Ugh. I can just imagine how invasive that felt, especially for Soul's back. <laughs> Shit. They just shoot daggers at him <laughs> with their eyes. And what brings you to existing in my life again? Oh, you, you know, I'm here, I'm there. Mm. You know how Symphonia is. You have to travel all the time. I mean, you don't have to. It's just nice. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to be a proper bard staying in one place. I mean, you know that. You, you've oh, been a no. bard for... A couple of years, at least. How how do you know how long I've been a bard? Well, uh, you know... Soul's glare just gets more intense. (laughs) He shrugs and goes, the old lady tells me a lot of stuff. Old old lady? You know, the boss. Soul just raises their eyebrows. He flicks the gold lyre pendant that he wears around his neck. You know, the boss. You call Symphonia the boss? 
the boss, the you know, old lady, the old lady, you know, the bitch in charge. The I'm sorry. Why would you call your god terrible names? She thinks it's funny. Okay. He shrugs again. <laughs> but, you know, she tells me lots of stuff. Why in the hell would she tell you how long I've been a bard? Or she, anything about me, for that matter. She took a special interest in you. Big places. That's what she kept saying. You're going big places. Whatever that means. Uh-huh. So, she <laughs> said to keep an eye on you. That's all. Try to keep you on the right track, you know what I mean? Okay, and what is the so-called right track, Biffifer? Eh, you know, just... Make sure you don't end up at the, the bottom of a well somewhere, probably. I doubt I'm going to end up at the bottom of a well. I wouldn't be so sure. You never know. I mean, things can get pretty dicey out there. That brush head with the orcs. Nearly thought you died when you thought you got burned alive by a dragon. That was something. Were you in the Merry Valley? He looks confused. No? Why? Then how do you know about the dragon? No, no, I was talking about the, the dragon that almost burned you to death in the mines. There wasn't a real dragon. Right, exactly. You thought you almost got burned to death. Wait, how do you know I even thought I got killed by a dragon? Like I told you, she tells me all sorts of stuff. Well, how would she know what I'm thinking? She's all over the place. She's in your head. She's in your heart. I mean, she travels through music, and you've got that in you. So, you know, she's there too. Only because it's Biff, Soul doesn't want to let him have any sort of inch of affirmation whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and so they want to be like, nuh-uh, but they're also like, fuck, that's my god. Like, what am, <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> Got their arms crossed, they're kind of pouting, and they're glaring at him. So, what's on your docket for today, Biff? Well, I was told to be in town for some reason. I suppose we'll find out why. Soon oh, enough. No. So... No, you you should leave. No, Symphonia said I need to be in this town today. So here I am. Well... It's apparently important that I be here. Ugh. Well, whatever. Just stay out of my way today, okay? Hey, you got it. <sighs> I intend to just chillax at the temple and play music with my bard bros. That's awesome. I'm going there currently, and Sulk starts to turn you're, on their heel to stomp off. You're going there right now? Ugh. Well, hey, let's... That's where I'm going, too. That's awesome. He does, like, a, a double step to get up next to you again. He unslings his loot and starts strumming it mindlessly as he move, as he's walking next to you. Do you ever, like, run into things when you're doing that? <laughs> sure, sure. Lots of times. Met a lot of people that way, too. Met a lot of enemies that way, too. But hey. You're making enemies? Wow, that's so hard to believe. It doesn't happen often, but you never know. Some people just don't like me. I don't really understand why. Uh, uh, Soul's face must be like the best thing ever. <laughs> I can't believe this person is so full of themselves. What the fuck kind of face? So angry. So who's the lucky? <coughs> mm, he kind of like looks at you up and down. Guy? Person. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Who's the lucky person? Someone from my village. Ah, another elf. That's nice. Oh. How do you know they're an elf? They're just going to keep this going. <laughs> he chuckles. Well, I know you're from, you know, the Emerald Forest. So uh, I figured anyone from there would also, you know, be an elf. So I figured... Well, you, you don't know. No, I don't. You're right. But, you know, the Lady of Laughter tells me a lot of stuff. So... Ooh. Well, how come she doesn't talk to anyone else then? It's part of, I don't know, part of my job, I guess. 
And what exactly is your job, Biff? To follow people around and annoy them? <laughs> he gives he has like a long, genuine laugh. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I thought I thought I introduced myself before. You know what I am, what I do, right? No. Oh. I just know you're some guy who's a prostitute for harpies and then followed me all the way to Hardenshin. Hey, don't badmouth harpies. I'm not that, bad you! <laughs> they have a they run a fair business. I understand that. Kinda, I'm saying you. He kind of chuckles. A very fair business. Uh, I'm calling you a prostitute. Hey, those are unnice names. I consider myself a businessman. Oh my god. Uh, a traveler with a harp. Should have been a traveler with a harp. That's true. That's true. The mistress of music might have liked me a little bit better if I used her chosen instrument. Hulk takes out their lyre and they do a chakram. Thing where they spin it on one finger and then it goes back to the liar form and they have like quick grab and they just glare at him and they put it back down into <laughs> its holder. Yeah. They pretty much did a fancy gun trick with <laughs> their liar. Yeah, she might have liked me more if I used that one of those instead of one of these. But my fingers were never good enough for it. Oh, well my fingers are very good. Oh, really? I don't doubt that one bit. Good. From what, from what I've heard, you have done quite a lot already. Being that you're still relatively new to this, you've made a name for yourself. Don't they call you the hero of Wittenken? Something like that? <gasps> Soul cringes. I think that's what they call <clears throat> you. <clears throat> you saved the town. That's pretty cool. I didn't... I don't want to... How tall is Biff, anyways? He's six No, oh, he's taller by an inch. So Soul mostly brings him towards themselves, but a little bit down, since when you grab someone's cuff, you pull your arm down. Sure, sure, a sure. Bit. Yeah. They kind of pull him down. Look, I don't want to be a hero. Don't tell people I'm a hero. I'm not, I'm not the one telling people you're a hero. You saving Who's a t- telling people I'm a hero? You saving a town is telling the world you're a hero. And you inheriting your family line also kind of makes you a hero. Soul's eyes just widen. They just release his collar. How do you know about that? The singer of songs. He flicks his holy symbol again. I told you. She tells me stuff. You can't now, tell now, anyone that, though. It doesn't always make sense to me, but she tells me lots of stuff. Bitch. <laughs> See? Told you. Shut up! <laughs> he laughs again and claps you on the back. Ugh. Uh, I told you. I can just imagine their shoulders go up and their hands are out, kind of clawed. They look so uncomfortable every time. Uh, <laughs> sometimes Not you, you just... there. What? Don't, don't touch me there, okay? Please. Oh. He kind of realizes all at the same time. Oh. Soul, like, goes immediately bright red and just looks at the ground and is just like, oh, shut up. He gives you a like, flourished bow. My apologies. Why does everyone keep doing this to me? It, he immediately breaks into a long laugh. Uh, you're a hoot. All right, well, let's get on the road here, shall we? Uh, I've got a lot of duties fine, to fine. do today. A lot of things to finish. Working on this new song here. What do you think of it? He starts to strum this song out. It kind of has this weird warbly effect to it that makes it sound dissonant in your ears. It's very distracting. You kind of can't concentrate your thoughts very clearly when you're hearing it. Really? Yeah. Do I need to do any sort of saves? No. Okay. But you kind of can't, like, think clearly. Like, the sound is somehow hitting your left and your right ear at different times, and Mm -hmm. it's really messing with your brain. Uh, Soul is gonna start to slow down their walk. You're honestly not sure how he's doing it. Pretty weird, (laughs) right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Figure that might come in handy sometime. Uh, so it looks like they're slowly trying to reach up to their ears to stop sound from coming in. <laughs> he stops playing and the effect ends. My head. You okay? What the hell was that? Oh, I was just experimenting with some dissonant sound, trying to see if I could, uh, you know, mm. cause minor confusion, maybe distract Why? people. Hey, it could come in handy. You get out there in the, in the world and you need to throw someone's game off or, hey, say some finger wiggler is going to throw a fireball at you. You need to shut him up, you know? Yeah, that, that'll do it. Finger wiggler? Wizard, you know, what? mage, somebody that has to throw spells. What? What if I'm a magic user, huh? Well, I'm a magic user, too. It doesn't mean I want to get hit with a fireball. Do you? Do you call yourself a finger wiggler? <laughs> he looks at his lute, and he looks at his fingers, and he starts playing it again. He's like, yeah, I guess I am, but the name never really stuck to bards. <sighs> they mostly called us useless, or some other some other silly, boring thing. That's the trick. We're the ones with the senses of humor. Well, or you just laugh until everyone else does. I suppose so, but sometimes it's easier to make them laugh... Kind of get them on your side that way. It's helped me out of a jam or two, or three, or seven. I don't believe in pleasing everyone I meet. Oh, sure. That's not going to be possible. I mean, eventually <laughs> your stamina runs out. Am I right? <gasps> Woo! <laughs> Soul's uh, eyebrows just raise a mile high, and their eyes are just wide, and they're just like, did he really just make a sex joke? I'm sorry, what? Oh, you, you know, uh, p- pleasing everyone. Uh, never mind. Yeah, so tell me. Tell me about this this uh, fiancé of yours. Elf, well, guessing he's a strapping elf lad. Got some kind of, what, special magic abilities? Something like he's that? He's just magic, and he's well-studied, and Ooh, he's from my town. A rich boy. Well, that's fine. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Poor boy from the streets? Very. Didn't know his parents begged most of his childhood? Yeah. I didn't think you had elves like that. Thought all of you uh, lived in castles and ate the finest salads? Soul's eyes just go back to glaring again. (laughs) Like, it was like, I was gonna give you some of my life here, but... (laughs) He he laughs again. He's like, I kid, I kid. Please, continue. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I mean, when I met him, I was really little. And he was on the streets, yeah. Well, I think he hated me the very first time I met him. And a couple of times after that. (laughs) Hated you? Come on. That can't be possible. Uh, I... I don't know. I was a little kid who wanted to play around, and... Well, I... Honestly, I never asked him why I bothered him so much. It was kind of fun in a way, though. It was a challenge to make this guy like me, in a way. Hmm. But I mean, at that age, I just kind of wanted to be best friends. Uh, And then he found out about some things, and... Well, he changed a little then, and... It's all okay now, but it was a little hard on me when I was younger. But no, we we have a lot of poor people, average people. Mm. Honestly, there's only one family in my village that's actually well-to-do. And they don't live in a castle. It's it's more like in a mansion, state place, with a very nice garden. Hmm. Well, that sounds mm. sufficiently tragic, I guess. Well, he worked his way up from the bottom, just so that he could compete to win my hand in marriage. Mm, shouldn't you have worked your way down from the top? How does or do you someone not, do, you do not something feel like the same that? way for him that he does for you? Uh, excuse me? 
Well, it just seems like he sacrificed his work a lot to be with you, and you just sort of, well, what did you do exactly? I ran away from home after we got engaged. <laughs> he, he, like, takes a step back and just, like, starts laughing. I was mostly joking, but, wow, you, uh, you really did, um, make this as hard as possible for this guy, didn't you? It wasn't because of him, though. It, we... Oh, I'm, I'm sure he thought that. I'm sure he knew exactly why you ran away from home. Oh wow! I gotta meet you this. I gotta meet this guy. Are infuriating, Biff. Oh, I pride myself. You're one on of the that. biggest bullheadedest persons I've ever met. An accent came out of nowhere. I swear I could strangle you right now. He shrugs and laughs and says, "You're welcome to try." Are you not afraid for your own life? Eh, not really. The boss kind of usually keeps me alive. <laughs> at least gives me enough of a head start to not get caught. I swear, if we had not the same god, I swear I would have already killed you by now. Wow, that's a bit of an overreaction. Huh. <laughs> killed me already. Huh. Okay. He takes a deep breath. Huh. Alright. <laughs> he starts chuckling again. Well... Here we are. He gestures in front of him at the temple of Symphonia. Soul is so angry. <laughs> yeah, thanks for walking with me. Oh, it's my it's pleasure. A real great pep talk for today. What? Look, I'm sure that you've all patched up your differences by now, and I'm sure you both are on the same page. I'm sure that he has no hard feelings for what you've you know made him go through. I'm sure it's fine. Gro is a very wonderful and understanding person, and you wouldn't understand. No, probably not. I'm not really the marrying type. So... No, obviously, you slut! <laughs> Sticks and stones. So, he strums his lute. So, uh, getting hitched today, huh? Really are. Yes, uh, I am. It's gonna be a blow to the faith, I'm sure. What do you mean? Well, it's just, you know, a married bard. They're just, you know... I didn't even sleep around to begin with. Let's have the fun! Uh, ew! You know, you're disgusting. Uh, maybe. But one thing I never did was uh, take any shortcuts to power. That's one thing I never did. I? Shortcuts? <laughs> I mean, I can still smell it on your breath. Uh, so, like, instinctively puts their hands over their mouth. I was offered. Alright. And I told you a long time ago that you didn't need that stuff. Yeah, and I only use it sometimes. Yeah, okay. Ugh. And Soul kind of starts to turn on their heel, like, takes out their loot. They revolver spin thing that I described earlier <laughs> again. And they start walking towards the stage. Well, They look back and glare at him. He's just smiling and he, he like, gives you a wave. Have fun. Ugh. I'll be around. Where are you? Oh, great. Super. Mmm, so glad. So is your, is your fiancé coming here? Is he meeting you here? Or are you going to get him later? I'll get him in a couple hours when he's gotten enough sleep. He gives you th two thumbs up from far away. Ugh. <laughs> Fuck, only a 23? What yeah. is with my rolls today? You're probably distracted. Yeah, my strings, my my performed strings was only a 23. All right, you get up on stage and start to play your lyre. So they're gonna kind of use alter instrument and actually start to have it sound like a violin, oddly enough. Okay. And did you want it to be sort of an upbeat, happy song, or something more slow and mournful? Like... Oh, it depends on what everyone else is playing around the area. The stage is pretty quiet right now, so... 
You'd be so, you'd be center stage. Soul's gonna play a more somber sounding song starting mm-hmm. in the beginning mm-hmm. that slowly seems to get angrier and angrier. Mm. more thrashing upon it. Like normally you'd see like, a violinist really moving their entire body mm-hmm. to like do this. Of course, this is alter musical instrument with the strings. So yeah, it's kind of a little bit different. I mean, it's still a string instrument technically, but different movement normally. However, kind of the same violent motion is happening, except you don't have a bow. Mm-hmm. It's just the plucking. The hands are going out far more than normal to do it kind of emphasizing the action of a violin and it still sounds like a violin it's just it looks very different all right after this very long line of angry progressions through the score it suddenly kind of starts to calm down a little sounds very quiet but then there's these little clinks here and there of the violin and then it starts to get a little bit happier and happier and and a bit more fun and then soul kind of they literally just got their frustration out Mm. and now they're enjoying themselves nice okay the muse is also wearing off from earlier that's okay all right, so that's a 21. All right, you do a 21 singing. sing, so you sing a nice song along with the music. The people that are in the area are, you know, clapping along and cheering. For what, what people are here already, I mean, it's still pretty early in the morning. Yeah, they slowly start to play the instrument down until it pretty much finishes the song at a final soft note. You finish your song and feel, feel quite a bit better, I guess. They were angry child. <laughs> yeah, it seems to have that effect on soul. Fun. <laughs> He just pisses them off so much. I just like that you gave Biff shit for sleeping with harpies when you did literally the same thing. Have not yet, technically. Have not yet, technically. True. They mostly just want to get under Biff's skin. That's basically and, impossible. And that's what's the most infuriating part. <laughs> I'm the only one who's allowed to be happy-go-lucky. Fuck you! <laughs> so looks around, kind of bows to the people who are clapping, and then hops off the stage and goes to walk back to... Grab grow from his okay. beauty uh, rest. A crowd of the onlookers, when you jump off the stage, they approach you and ask if you have time to party. They enjoyed the music you played and want to know if you would like to play more music. I shake my hand and, and just apologize and I say, I'm sorry, I'm getting married today. <laughs> okay. They cheer and applaud you even further. <laughs> Thank you. And Sulk skips away. All right. You go back to the regular inn. And inside, you find your room you had purchased. And mm. when you arrive, you find Gro is sort of in the early stages of waking up. He's he's getting out of bed and trying to put himself together a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is he facing away from the door or facing well, the when, door? when the door opens, he turns to see you. Soul brightens up as soon as they see him then and they wave. Mm-hmm. He gets a huge smile when he sees you. Kind of moves over to give you a big bear hug. Oh, yeah. Soul rushes over to him as well to, like, get all up in that hug, yo. So are we really doing this? Do you do you not want to? Of course I want to. You're just, you're sure you're okay with this, that if your family finds out, they were not going to be furious? Why would they find out? And they shouldn't, but I'm just saying, in case they do. Nah, I've already lost an eye. <laughs> what more can they get upset about? I suppose that's a fair point. What are they going to do? Make me stay in the village forever? (laughs) Silk nudges him. He laughs and squeezes you a little bit harder. Mm, I love you. I love you too, Sol. You're maybe the luckiest person in this whole world. Do you really believe that? I do. And Sol gives him a harder squeeze. Thank you. He has his hands kind of like on the backs of your shoulders currently. Mm -hmm. He he runs them down your spine. (laughs) 
Soul's knees buckle in on themselves, and they start to, like, go forward a little. Gro is, uh, hoarding your weight. If your knees slack, he'll hold you. Excuse me. Sorry. I seem to have stumbled a little. It's alright. So, um, I just, I just need a few more minutes and I'll be, I'll be ready to go. Okay. While he's getting ready, he's like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay on the bed for a little bit while I'm waiting for you, okay? They start to, like, walk over casually (laughs) to the bed, and then they look back for a second, seeing if he's looking, and then it's not really actually for any reason they jump on the bed. (laughs) Yeah, bed's not really rated for that. (laughs) No? No, not really. It's a cheap bed. That's okay. It's still fun to jump on beds. That's true. That is true. And then, they're just, eh, fuck it, I'll curl up in the blankets, too. And so they start to roll back and forth with the blankets until they're kind of burritoed up. But only their heads sticking out. Go. Yeah? Go. He finishes putting his shirt on and, like, getting all of his, his buttons done up and proper. Yes, soul. I'm an armadillo. <laughs> Again. <laughs> he chuckles, kneels down in front of the bed. Guess what? What's that? I give people leprosy. Very good. <laughs> As Hulk leans down to kiss him. He returns the kiss. He then sort of moves in a little bit more and kind of pushes you over onto your back. Oh, oh. At no point breaking the kiss. Now okay. you're, you're still like armadilloed up currently. Yeah. <laughs> I am currently quite stuck inside blankets. Gross says, you appear to not be able to move. Do you need a little bit of assistance there? He says as he moves his body over top of yours. Well, I only think if someone would be ever so kind to help me, but I am trapped under... So much weight and pain in my life. <laughs> hmm. Allow me to rescue you, fair maiden. <laughs> mm-hmm. He starts to unroll you, causing you to like, <laughs> to, like flip around and around as he uh, unfurls the blanket. <laughs> oh, soul's giggling the entire time. Well, thank you, fair sir. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs and leans in for another long kiss. Oh, so happily returns it. He breaks the kiss suddenly, looking shocked. It's like, we're going to be late. Late? For for our own wedding, he says, as he jumps out of bed and holds both his arms out for you to take. <laughs> Soul grabs him. He lifts pulls you. Pulls himself up. Yeah, oh, he, he lifts me up. Yeah, he yanks you out of bed onto your feet. Oh, well then. We have a date Did you with... have someone planned in time? Well, I was able to get a hold of the temple administration. Oh, okay, awesome. So, we do have a time. He looks outside. It's it's approaching. Didn't really want us to be too and late, but figured we could maybe take a short walk on the way and then go of off course. and have our secret marriage. He <laughs> says, like, smiling. Soul has a big smile. Of course. Lead the way. He uh, takes your hand and kisses the back of your hand gently and then holds it underneath his arm as he sort of leads you out of the room. Hmm. Oh, Soul happily takes the arm. It's kind of at first just one hand there, and then it's just leaning in, and then kind of more of a hug into that arm kind of thing. Oh, yeah. All right, so the two of you walk out of the inn, and you head toward the Temple of Symphonia. And along the way, it's like, so, do you think that once you take the oath, you'll be able to leave or not? What do you mean? Once... Once you have the, the powers and all the guardianship and all that, whatever, whatever the protectorship in, entails, once that's all done, do you think you'll go along with your family's wishes and stay in the town, or do you think you'll still Soul's, adventure? Soul's ears go down and make a look at the ground while they're walking alongside him. What's wrong? I should stay in the village. Well, I mean, if you do, then it means we'll be together. And Soul looks up and smiles. He kind of gives you a smile. 
I mean, it won't be all bad. No, that'll be the best part. He leans down and gives you a little peck on the nose. Hmm. See, it'll be great, no matter what happens. You're right. It will. I just... I'm gonna miss seeing new things, I guess. But when the time comes, I think I'll be happy that I at least got to experience them in the first place. True. And just think, once once we have a, a grown daughter, then you can go back out into the world. It's not forever. So the minute he said daughter instinctively clutched their hand over their stomach. And they didn't even think about it. They just kind of did it. I mean, it's not a life sentence. True. I mean, we're, it go- we're going to... It feels weird giving it to someone else, though. Well, we're going to live a long time. I mean... True. Figure that in maybe a century or so, then the whole world will be our oyster. <laughs> Any human heard you say that, they would think that's a daunting thing to even think of. Well... Luckily, no one did. True. I don't know how they would. Where would you want to go they first? They all have tiny ears. I have no idea how they would hear us. <laughs> and have you seen them? Be nice. They look, Bro. They look weird. You, you're not going to disagree with me on that, are you? <laughs> They're charming. They're kind of cute with how small they are. Mm-hmm. They have tiny little ears and tiny little eyes, and they just die all the time. I I think they're kind of beautiful. Well, that's fine. I mean, they all have their own charm, and he, like, looks at the architecture around here. You know, uh, manner of doing things, but, I mean, they're not like us. Well, no one's like us. (laughs) Exactly. Kind of just looks up at him, just smiles. It's a calm but happy smile. One one where you'd normally see someone after they have a content sigh. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, smile. (laughs) See... It sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? A century of this. You sound pretty nice. Just you and me, and our <laughs> and our child, of course. Well, after that, our child couldn't come around with us. Well, that's true. She'd stay in the village, just like you had. But she'll have someone to keep her, you know, to keep keep her safe and company, well, like like what I'm doing with you. It's a good system. Could be better, sure, but I think it works. It worked for us. True, but what if she didn't get lucky like me? Well, that's why we have to make sure that we do things right. What do you mean? Well, we just it, it, we, maybe we make changes to the to the rules. I mean, who's going to stop us? <laughs> I suppose make, you're right. Maybe we make sure that you know our kid has a better chance than we did, and we made it work. So we could we should be able to make it work for for her too. So happily nods. What would you name her? He looks like floored by the question. I I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, the most beautiful... I was just curious. The most beautiful name I know is Soliana, so I figured that we could probably... We should probably name her something other than the name you already have. <laughs> we'll think of something. Sol looks to be happy about this conversation, and yet dreading the conversation at the same time. It's a very weird oh, mix I, of emotions. I figured I figured exactly as much, yeah. And Sol's, so. like, fear of children. yeah. <laughs> Any sort of changes of their body like that. <laughs> but it's their responsibility now, and they're taking it very seriously. <laughs> so, right. the- even though that's something they wouldn't like at all, mm-hmm. you're just kind of like accepting it, and it's really depressing. Alright, so the two of you arrive at the Temple of Symphonia. Mm-hmm. I talked to the administrators, and I managed to, uh, well, I pulled some strings, and I... You know, gave a decently sizable donation to the Sol people. pulls out their lyre, flips it around, and he pulled some strings. 
not not as well as you can. But Thank you. I did I did speak with the administrators and I made a small donation to the temple and I was able to wrangle us the well, the high priest of the entire religion. So The entire religion? Uh-huh. The high wow. priest Yeah. The high priest they they call them the chosen of Symphonia. <laughs> Motherfucker, you're an asshole. I hate you so much, Beardy. Oh my god. <laughs> I knew it. You're just making this way worse. God damn it. Oh, I hate you so much. I wish I wish that my camera feed was still on because you can see the giant fucking smile on my face right now. You're was, the worst. That was that was music to my ears. <laughs> I hate you so much. I knew it was gonna happen, but now you're just making everything bigger and it's ah! Oh, I'm so happy about all this. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> you're such an asshole. Alright, continue. The high priest of the entire religion is gonna be performing the ceremony himself. Isn't that exciting? I mean, yeah, of course it is. I don't think I've even met that person or know who they are. Is that weird that I don't know who they are? Kind of. I thought you would, but whatever. No matter. Let's get this going, shall we? We shall. So he steps into the temple, and he starts talking to some of the people, and you are ushered over to an area in front of the main stage. Uh-huh. It appears that the temple has been getting ready for this in the past for the past few minutes, and they have an area cleared. They have a small altar set up, and they have a very tall stringed instrument. It looks like a tall standing harp. It only has um, three strings on it. Two silver strings and a gold <clears throat> string between the two. Interesting. Yep. Okay. So it's sort of standing there in front of the altar. The people are sort of milling about, waiting for whatever's going to be happening here. Mm-hmm. And Gro kind of looks to you, and he's like, so um, what do we do? Do, I... we just, do we just wait here? I don't know. I've never gotten married before. <laughs> I figured you would at least know your own religion's marriage ceremony. I don't know a lot about my own religion, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, um, guess we'll just wait here then. I, uh, <laughs> I guess. So looks around to seek some sort of guidance from other people. No, uh, they all seem to not really be paying too much attention to you guys. Mm. A moment later, you see a person in fine priest's vestments step out and sort of like walk slowly over to the altar with two people behind them playing soft music on horns. Yeah. Yeah. And the priest is? Has a hood up. You can't see their face. Okay. They're kind well, of like okay. slowly, slowly walking with these people behind them playing like soft music. Uh, leans in to grow. <laughs> the, the priest walks up to the dais. The priest gets up to the altar and pulls the hood back. And of course, it's fucking Biff. Motherfucking Biff. Of course it is. Soul's confused but happy face is just drained down to like the most exasperated expression. <laughs> and they just glare at him. Uh, Biff. Yes? What are you doing? Uh, marrying you? You're the high priest? He nods slowly. Of the entire religion. He nods slowly. Why did you never tell me this? I thought I told you this the first time we met. Did he, though? I would have to go back and consult the date, but I think he did, yeah. I, yeah, I, I thought I, I thought you knew that. I feel like it must have gone over Saul's head, because it definitely went over my head. <laughs> he shrugs. Or they didn't believe him, and it just kind of left in the wind, because I mean, they didn't believe him. I mean, it is possible that he's just bullshitting everyone here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, let's not, let's not take that as, not, as, a, as a possibility here. 
Uh, He's like, yeah, but you knew. Nope. I got a wedding to perform, so if you don't mind. Uh, Gestures to the platform in front of him. There's some stuff I gotta read. Good luck reading. He gives you a wink and, a, and like he clicks his tongue at you. Uh, Saul just looks disgusted at him. <laughs> <laughs> he reads the ceremony in front of him, and it opens with like a prayer to Symphonia. He talks about how Symphonia's duty is to bring love and laughter and light and music into the world. And how that makes her blessing and the people who follow her faith some of the most important people in the world. Because without laughter and, and music, what's the point of living? Sol starts puffing out their chest proudly. Yeah, no, like, he... Like, all these things. Yeah, he, he's talking up the faith really well, actually. It seems like when he's not trying to be a smarmy bard, he's actually pretty charming. And he's actually, he's actually able to make the faith sound really, really important. Mm-hmm. And he goes through the ceremony, which st- starts with an invocation of the blessing of Symphonia, then talks about the importance of Symphonia's followers, and then talks about the importance of love specifically in the world, and how it is the duty and privilege of everyone in Symphonia's faith to embrace love and to see it strengthened in all places. He then asks if either of you have anything that you would like to say to one another at this point in the ceremony. So he basically asks if you have any vows you wish to swear, or anything you wish to say. Sol's gonna look at Gro first and see if he has something to say. Gro nods. He opens by saying, Soliana, you have been the sun in my sky since I was a small boy. You taught me happiness in a world of sorrow, and taught me to laugh when all others made me cry. He goes on and lays out sort of almost a retelling of his life story and how he feels that you've been the driving force in his life, both to better himself and as sort of a goal that you have been this thing that has driven him forward and shaped him into becoming a better person and how he wants to repay you for that with a lifetime of kindness and, and cherishing. Aww. It's really nice. It's pretty nice. Oh, sweet boy. Grow is much smarter than I am, so he would have something <laughs> really, really wonderful to say, I'm sure. Well, he's smarter than Sol, so... <laughs> Sol looks up at him... And they say, Grow, moon of my life and light in my darkest night, I promise to love you forever and protect you from those who would wish us harm. And then Sol, because <laughs> I don't have shit, <laughs> would probably go on to kind of elaborate how they didn't really understand how dedicated someone could be in love until they really gave love a chance. And they're really happy that Grow actually stuck with it to make sure that he was a part of their life. And they kind of go on into, like, sweet details and how they really care and how they they kind of promise to make sure he's happy as well. They kind of reiterate what he said, but they kind of have their own spin on it, of course, because it's their version. It's not the exact words. It's just very similar meanings. But not a retelling of the story on their end. Just happy they're in love and stuff. Okay. Awesome. All right. So you finish that and Gro is on the verge of tears hearing about this because he's, he's just super enthused about everything going on right now. Mm-hmm. Biff will move on to the next part of the ceremony where he gestures to the harp that's sort of standing there. And he explains that music is interaction of sounds. It's the harmony created between different sounds and different people. And he guides you each to grasp one of the silver strands on the on this harp mm-hmm. and to give it a you know, like, 
strum strum it one time, basically. Okay. So you strum it, and it sounds a certain way, and then Gro strums the one on his side, and it sounds a certain way. And then the vibration of both of those strings vibrates the gold one in the middle, and it mm-hmm. produces a it produces a tone like nothing you've ever heard in your life. It soul's ears perk up from it. It is beauty, and it's, it's divine. The sound that it's creating is otherworldly and perfect. There's a hush over the entire temple. Everyone stops to listen. Soul like is just staring at this gold string slowly vibrate and then slow down over time, you know? Mm -hmm. Biff then says that that is the nature of love. Soul turns to look at Gro and smiles. Basically, that's the act of getting married in Symphonia's religion, is you each strum that string. That's the ceremony. It's done. Yeah. So, once that's finished, Biff pronounces you married. Gro sort of is holding your hands, and he pulls you into a very deep, very passionate kiss. Oh my, in front of all these people? In front of all these people. Sol is a little embarrassed, but very happy. And they, like, open one eye and look at Biff. And they give him a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Biff returns the thumbs up, gives you a wink, starts to walk away. Sol probably goes and, like, wraps their arms around Gro's neck and continues. (laughs) There's one other thing. There's a band. Of course there's a band. There's a band that ends the ceremony. Basically a song for the two of you to exit the temple and go out into the world. The ceremony ends and the two of you, hand in hand, step out into the world. Yee. With a new... We're going di- to the sea miles, bitches! Yeah, with a, with a new divine bond between the two of you. Did Biff go away after that, or did he stick around? Oh, he's, he's hanging out in the temple for okay. a while. So, Gro is sort of lost in Soul's eye currently, and he, you can just see that he has this enormous, unabashed grin on his face. Aww, what a cutie! Oh, oh Soul's gonna give him a big hug. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hold on to Soul for as long as Soul's gonna stand there. I mean, after a while, you know, a hug gets a little long where you're just, okay, we're mm-hmm. just kind of standing here next to each other at this point. I think it'll be a long hug, but after a while, Soul starts to set themselves down because they kind of go on their tippy toes whenever they hug yeah grow okay he's gonna let go and while smiling kind of ask so what now um i don't know i mean we said we'd go to the steam Isles. is that something you still want to do he nods mile yeah singular yep singular (laughs) he'll nod and say i picked out a place that i think you might like Ooh, that's exciting i look forward to seeing what you have planned do you want to do anything else while you're here we don't have to go right away if you don't want to. Hmm. I don't, know, if I don't you to know. Say goodbye to your friend. I don't know what I would do per se. Maybe just do a small performance before we leave. He'll move to to be in a good position to watch. Soul's gonna hop up on stage then. Let's have a good old song, which is a thirty-four. <clears throat> All right, perform, sing. So you get up on stage and you sing a song, and it is lovely. Thank you. And you get up there and you really kill it. So the room, having just seen you get married, is already whooping and cheering. A successful performance. Soul's Sur- a pretty happy camber right yeah. now. Surely you are blessed by Symphonia. Cool. What does that give me? <laughs> They're just saying that, you know, you've, you have a lot of, of musical talents, so. Aw, that's sweet. But seriously, what does it give me? <laughs> doesn't work like that. Um, I can dream. <laughs> all right. After Soul's done singing, they hop downstage and they're just beaming at Gro. Mm-hmm. Who is beaming right back at you. 
Well, that's all I could think of for this town. All right, then whatever you're ready, he holds out a hand. Oh, Sol, of course, does the jump up and <laughs> hugs around neck thing. All right, Crow casts the spell, and a familiar whoosh of air around you, and you suddenly find yourself in an area that is very warm. The air here is warm and smells slightly of sulfur. Ew. It's only gross. Only slightly. That's still kind of gross. I don't know. I've never liked the smell of sulfur. <laughs> but that's just me. So Sol's going to kind of just look around. And right. what what do they see, really? You're standing on a cobblestone street. Mm-hmm. The road seems to go as far as the eye can see in either direction. It appears that you're outside of a large city. A fair walk outside of a city. You're probably 15 minutes walk from it. You are near what appears to be either some sort of water source or river. Yeah. Which is probably what's carrying that sulfuric smell. And Mm -hmm. there's a building in front of you which appears to be well-appointed and has lots of plants and flowers growing around it. It's well-tended, and it appears to be some sort of tourist attraction. It looks like a spa. Oh, okay. Soul's eyes grow really big and excited from seeing this place. I, uh, I read about it. It's supposed to be the finest one in the area. Oh, this is so exciting! I figured it would be relaxing and give us some time for ourselves. I know? agree. Some time. I think that'll be really nice. Away from the prying eyes of any, you know, servants. <laughs> Make a perception check, please. Okay. That is a 16. All right. That is like my worst perception. Okay. So you are going to see there's a wagon parked nearby that has a mm-hmm. uh, shipment of some sort of dry goods currently oh. in the process of being delivered. Interesting. Can I tell what kind of dry goods there are? Things like different prepackaged or prepared rations, towels, cleaners, chemicals for treating water, basically the general things that a spa would require for operations. Gotcha. Okay. Soul's just kind of, I guess, watching these people do this then. Uh, Gro's going to walk right on in. Yeah, Soul's going to follow behind him. Okay, so you walk in the lobby of the establishment, and there is a small counter, and behind it is going to be a dour-looking gnome. Boom, there you go. He stands about three and a half (laughs) feet tall. He has a white mustache and beard. He's mostly balding with a crown of white hair around his head, and he is chubby for a gnome, and he sports a large number of overly large rings on his hands. I see. Interesting character. (laughs) So upon walking in, his dour expression raises a little bit as he kind of gives essentially his pre-programmed response to anybody coming into the spa, which is... I understand. If you've ever worked retail, you understand. (laughs) Anyone here who's ever worked retail, you understand what I mean. Your (laughs) pre-programmed response. Welcome to blank blank. How may I blank blank blank? Yeah. Everybody knows this. And for him, it is, ah, welcome to the Whaler Cog Spa. Pleasure to have you all here. Thank you. Gro's going to (laughs) nod and say, yes, I would like to book two people. For a stay, the gnome takes out some papers and goes over a few of the spa packages, to which Gro will immediately sign up for the highest level package for both of you. And mm-hmm. upon doing this and, and trading around some gold coins, the gnome will produce a key and introduce himself. If you need anything, just holler for me. I'm the proprietor of the establishment. My name is Nitix Sprocket Shaper. But oh, you can soul call- face drains. <laughs> What? It's just a complicated name, and Soul's terrible with names. You can call me Nitix, or Tix for short. Yep, that's probably what it's gonna be. 
Souls nodding to themselves, like, yep, yep, okay. I can I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> oh god. So he will hop over and open up the door to the next area and show you guys to your room. Souls while this is happening just happens to just be looking around a lot. Okay. Just taking in everything. Okay. Make I don't another... know, whenever I go in Oh, okay. Yeah, make another perception <laughs> check then. Okay. Alright. That is a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Alright. You smell sort of a flowery scent in here that you can't quite place where it's coming from. But it's sort of a sweet smell. Okay. It's not, I'm curious. It's not altogether <laughs> unpleasant, but it's not something that you can really easily place mentally. Huh. So, Gro's going to follow the gnome down and be ushered into a room here at the end of this hall. Soul's slowly following behind? Okay. I don't know. I think the flowers or the flowery scent has their attention a bit more than what's happening currently. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that smell? Nitix opens the door and then gives a short little tour of the room. It's relatively sparse and small, but what it does have is of high quality. So it's a okay. nice bed, nice furniture. The room is very colorfully appointed, like a lot of things in the gnome lands. While it's small, it does look cozy. And the bed's big enough for us? Yes. Oh, okay. Would be the rough equivalent of a modern-day queen bed. Just have to check. We got tall people. This is a room specifically made for big outsider folk. Okay. You guys are medium-sized creatures. And, you know, they they have a fair amount of stuff for medium creatures. So they always keep a room or two with beds for people of your size. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So Gro's going to walk in and he's going to put some of his things down in a shelf. Yeah. So he's not carrying so, all of his stuff. So he'll probably do the same. Because they got extra bundle of clothing and maybe a belt with them. <laughs> maybe a belt. <laughs> maybe a belt. Oh. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> and they put their stuff away. I like to imagine the belt's folded inside of the winter clothes, so it's you, do, you wouldn't see it unless you went to look for it. It's extra hidden, yeah. Yeah. Soul, Soul's great at playing these games. They're a fucking idiot. God damn. But yeah, they, they put their stuff away. And they sit down on the bed, and they kind of unconsciously just kind of start bouncing on it. You know when you sit on something and you just mm-hmm. kind of bounce when it's squishy? Mm. I think they're just kind of doing that instinctively. Yeah. Not really paying attention. Gro's gonna sort of stand silently to the side and admire this. <laughs> I think Soul personally would love to jump on beds, but they I don't think they would have been allowed to when they were younger. Mm-hmm. So that temptation is there currently. <laughs> they're still bouncing while sitting, and then they, they look like they're trying not to look like they're looking over at Gro, but I mean, it's pretty obvious nonetheless whenever you like go to look at someone to make sure they're not looking, and they totally mm. are. They look over and see if Gro's watching them, and he's just watching them. Yeah, he's sort of like has that grin on his face as he's seeing you act out in a childlike way, because it, mostly it reminds him of his childhood. Soul's going to look away a little embarrassed, and they kind of mutter, um, can you close your eyes for a second? Oh, uh, sure. He closes his eyes and turns around. Soul gets on the bed and starts jumping. <laughs> so upon hearing the frame kind of groaning as you're jumping. Turns it's back. light jumping, but... He, he turns back around with his eyes open and he's like, really? What? I never was able to do this. It's so fun. <laughs> Come on. And, like, Soul stops jumping, but they're still standing on the bed, and they reach their hand out. Do you mm-hmm. want to? I mean, I'm not sure how sturdy this gnome-built bed's going to be, but sure. 
He'll pop his boots off and jump up onto the bed with you. Yay! It's just very light bouncing. Yeah. If you've ever been on a trampoline and you just not exactly jump, but you do that slight hop where the trampoline's mm-hmm. still like right under your feet anyways. <laughs> and the, the ceilings are a little low, so standing on top of the bed puts your heads kind of uncomfortably near the ceiling. Especially so for crouch. Grow. <laughs> especially for Grow. So he's Aww, kind of... poor baby. He's not really able to jump quite as much as you are. Yeah. But you can tell that he's still enjoying the time. That's good. So after Souls had their fill, they slow down. They're just kind of standing on the bed then. So at, at this point, around the corner, you see Nitik step back to the front of the room, holding a scroll. And he yeah. looks at the two of you standing on top of the bed. <laughs> and he's going to silently set the scroll down on the table by the door and then walk away without saying a word. Sorry! Oh, You know how you just let yourself fall in, in a sitting position and then you kind of bounce? Yeah. yeah. Soul's gonna kind of do that with their hands in their face. Oh, <laughs> uh, Now we look like an idiot to the proprietor. Well, the room's already paid up, so it's not like you could kick us out without us having to get a refund. Yes. Uh, I feel silly. Groa hops off the bed and walks over to the scroll that was laid down. He unfurls it and reads it, and he's like, oh, it appears to be a schedule of events. Events? Mm-hmm. It looks like they have particular times that some of the baths are cleaned, as well as when they have people on staff and on site to perform, hmm, interesting, couples massage. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like it could be interesting. <laughs> what does that even entail? I'm not sure. There's apparently hot rocks as well. Hmm. I'll be fine with any sort of heat. This place is interesting. So... He steps over to the bed and takes one of your hands. What would you like to do first? I don't know. What's the first event or something? Well, it it looks like the masseuse doesn't arrive until later tonight, but we're okay. free to use the sauna room as well as any of the private baths or the natural spring. Hmm. Well, I've never tried a sauna before. Do you think it'll be good? I imagine it might be similar to... Perhaps similar to a desert? Uh, what? I'm not sure. That awful? He kind of shrugs and says, I guess we won't know until we go. I suppose so. Should we get changed in towels? Sure. Okay. Let's see. It says here that the changing rooms are by the front desk. So Gro's going to set the scroll down and walk back out into the hallway. So it's just, why don't we change in here? <laughs> Gro's okay. like already, already down the hallway. Uh, are there towels in this room? There don't appear to be, no. Damn, okay. So Gro's gonna step into the room, probably marked men, I'm assuming. I don't know what the markings would be, probably just pictograms. Yeah. It's probably not in a written language, at least. Soul probably stares at the symbol for, like, way too long, debating on whether or not they want that symbol or not. (laughs) And then they're just like, ah, fuck it, and they just go into one. Alright, you just wanna flip a coin and go into one? Yep. Alright, go ahead and roll me a d6. Okay. Alright. So... So, uh, as always, men are odd. Yep. <laughs> so, Sol went into a female room. Because there are no gender-neutral bathrooms in here. I know. What a shitty fantasy world. Disgusting. All right. They panicked. They wanted to go into the male one, but they, they panicked. <laughs> so, you go into that room, and you see that it's stocked with lots of very large and fluffy towels. As Ooh. well as cubbies to store individual sets of clothes. Do I still smell the flowery scent in here? Make a perception check, please. Okay. That is a 22 still. You do not smell it in this room. Whatever it was, it was maybe more localized to where you smelled it. You're not sure. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, Soul's gonna find the fluffiest towel they can because hell yeah. Right. <laughs> You're gonna get cozy and undress and then put a towel on and then be like, yes. All right. Left. <laughs> And they'll, they'll leave the uh, changing room. All right, you step out and you see that Gro is already making his way down the hall. He's disrobed and wearing a towel around his waist. His waist. Mm-hmm. He turns and looks at you. I don't know why, but that makes Soul immediately blush, and they like, look like they weren't even looking at him, but it's, like, way too obvious. Let me make a perception <laughs> check for Gro. He's gonna <laughs> notice this, and he's gonna skid to a stop as he's, like, walking backwards looking at you. He's gonna skid to a stop and immediately <laughs> walk right up next to you. Is something wrong? No. Their face will become immediately flushed. You can tell the girl's standing, like, closer than normal when he's talking to you right now. Oh, God. (laughs) He kind of holds his hand out to his head just so. It holds his hand, like, angled off of his chin. Is there something the matter? He's posing a little bit as he's standing there talking to you. (laughs) Motherfucker. And he's careless, too. Oh, yeah. Completely. Because he's an elf. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Soul's gonna be awkwardly fidgeting at that, probably. Because they don't know what to do with themselves. Uh, You know, towels. They're quite fluffy, aren't they? They're great. And so, like, of course, looks down, referring Mm -hmm. to the towel, and then their head shoots back up as fast as possible, and their face just keeps getting redder. Well, the sun is back this way. Yeah, I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Yeah. All right. He's going to slowly turn around. As he starts to walk away, Soul's head slowly goes down and then it shoots back up whenever they notice. He's just doing like this over-exaggerated, sensual walk. Ugh. <laughs> After a while, Soul's just going to get irritated by it, probably. Good. At the end of the hall, there's a door marked Sauna. He's going to open it up, and inside there is a bench that goes three-quarters of the way around the room. And okay. in the center of the room is a five-foot-by-five-foot five pit of hot coals that are sitting there glowing red hot and filling the room with an intense dry heat. I would just always assume a sauna was like humid heat. I'm surprised oh, it's dry. A, hold on, this is traditional saunas are dry heat. Okay. More modern saunas use a wet heat. So probably this is going to be a dry sauna. A humid room you would typically know called a steam room instead of a sauna. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah. Because a steam steam room would be like a sauna, but you would also have a a large vessel of water that you would pour over the hot coals and drizzle the water over it to create steam. I see. Which creates tons of humidity in the room. Anyways. Crow's going to walk into the room, and he is going to find a comfortable spot. Because all the the bench in here looks like it's well-worn and soft, the wood. Oh, okay. And he is going to find a comfortable spot and take a seat. So... Is still really embarrassed, so they sit across from him instead of next to him. <laughs> Gross, visibly disappointed at your choice of seating. They're yeah. obviously going to scoot closer. They're just embarrassed currently. Is everything all right? I didn't frighten you too much, did I? No, I mean, not at all. He kind of like looks down at his chest. I mean, I'm not that impressive, am I? Ah, I was kind of considering myself this... scrawny. Oh boy. I mean, <laughs> spend my life. Casting spells and living on the street doesn't exactly give you, like, a muscly physique. I think you look great. He's gonna shift closer to you. Oh, boy. That red face. And they're gonna so blame it on the heat. That probably hasn't even started yet. Boy, it... Or has must, it? Oh, no, it's... Yeah, it's hot in here. I mean, okay. Just, just from when you walked in, it was already hot. Like, the, the coals are already red hot. Easy excuse. Yeah. It's like, wow, are you, you look flushed already. Is the room agreeing with you that badly? 
Sulk rolls their fire magic ring and like, no. <laughs> I mean, yes. <clears throat> yes. It's very warm in here. <laughs> He's going to slide a little bit closer and kind of like, oh, no! <laughs> start looking you over to make sure you're okay. I'm okay. I swear. I'm fine. Just... He puts a hand on your forehead. You all right? You just look. He gets real close to you. Oh, no. Hmm. I think I see the problem. Yep. Uh, yep. There's the problem right there. What? Problem? Mm-hmm. He puts his hand under your chin to where it's, like, wrapped around the side of your head. Yeah. And he's going to pull you in for a kiss. I don't think Soul's going to fully go into that. Well, I mean, they're obviously in the kiss, but they're not going like, to kiss back as much because <laughs> they're kind of rigid right now. They can't figure out why they're so embarrassed currently. But something about a new environment is totally playing on their weaknesses because they finally got used to grow in certain situations. Mm -hmm. And now everything's new again, so they're flustered again. He breaks the kiss and actually looks at you with somewhat concern now and says, "What's, What's wrong? Oh, nothing. I just think you're really attractive and I get really sometimes and you know you're we're both wearing towels and i don't know why i mean like we've seen each other naked but i mean, I mean is the is the towel bothering you he like moves to start to remove it what the, what the I, we're in public i mean sort of it's it's a spa that you have to pay to get into so i mean it's and suddenly extreme. it clicks in soul's head that it's slightly more public <laughs> oh no, you're fine. You can you can keep the towel on. You look great with it on or off. I'm just weird. <laughs> What's new? Yeah, if you say so. He's going to make himself comfortable and lean up against the wall, put his arms out. After a bit of soul calming down themselves mentally, they'll lean over and kind of rest their head into like the area between his chest and shoulder, since his arms are out. I feel mm-hmm. like that's normally where you'd go yeah. with your face. <laughs> How where do you interact with Where you go with your face. <laughs> Put face in area between shoulder and arm. Shut up. Uh, that, yes. They're doing that. You have cur- successfully blended in with human beings. I am so good at human. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to go skateboards, yeah? <laughs> anyway, can I smell the flower scent in here? Make a perception check. Oh, what is this thing? I'm so curious. <laughs> Damn it, that's only an 18. You don't smell it in this room. In this room, all you're smelling is a gentle smell of burning coal. Okay. Which is not altogether unpleasant. I don't think I've ever smelled coal. I've smelled charcoal. Yeah, it's similar. Cool. It's similar. Okay. It's sort of the heat. Mm, smells like chicken. The dry heat itself sort of drowns out a lot of what you can smell. So the room smells okay. very sterile. Interesting. The, I'm learning the... so much today. <laughs> I would have never known. Soul has their head rested against Grow. Mm-hmm. He's going to lean his head down and kind of give you a kiss on the top of your head. Aww, happy. So I think Soul probably kept their eye patch on just because they knew they'd be a couple of days away from Paris. Mm-hmm. And the eye gets really fucking grody after a while. Yeah, that's true. So they're just keeping that eye patch on. No need to take that off. Scare the shit out of everyone. <laughs> My zombie eye. <laughs> but yeah, Soul's just gonna kind of relax and like once in a while, like they'll turn their head and kind of kiss his collarbone area and then just relax as you do at a spa. Uh, I'm right. told. I'm told you do this at a spa. I don't know. <laughs> I've never been to a spa. <laughs> I've gotten a pedicure once. Does that? Count? 
<laughs> yeah, that counts. Okay, then yes, I have definitely been to a spa. Yay! <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Some time's gonna pass, and eventually the low humidity is evaporating your sweat very quickly, so you're not actually getting really sweaty in here, necessarily. Interesting. Because the, the lack of humidity in the air is wicking away your sweat as you're sweating. That's so interesting. It, it okay. really is interesting. Yeah, it's a very dry heat. So, after a while, you do start to feel a little bit thirsty, though. So that's pretty. That's your first sign that you have been in here for a little while. I guess thirst would have to be the signal for soul because they do have their firing on. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, shit. In that case, you. Oh boy. I'm okay. doing great. Well, no, not only that, it probably doesn't even feel all that warm to you at all. So this room is probably not worth anything to you right now. They're that... just enjoying their time with their new hubby. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you're just sitting there like normal. So in that case, you're not really thirsty at all. Gro coughs a little bit and says that. He thinks he, he might need a glass of water. Oh, do you want me to get you one, or should we go, or... Uh, I mean, I'm not sure if you want to stay in here for any longer or not. I don't know. It's kind of a weird room. I mean, the heat is <laughs> pleasurable, right? I mean, it's kind of warm. It, it's not as hot as I thought it would be, because Soul's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. Made of pretty stern stuff. All that adventuring is really working out for you, huh? Soul, for some reason, decides to flex remembers they're in a towel and then instinctively the arm just goes down to make sure the towel's staying on for some reason. <laughs> yep. Real strong. Adventuring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just just as an aside, you you remember you're stronger than Gro physically. Yes. <laughs> Significantly. He's a wizard. He's wimpy. All right. He's squish boy. He's my little <laughs> squishy boy. He's going to stand up and kind of make his way to the exit of the room. Soul's gonna fall behind. All right. So he's going to go out, go back into Ural's room where there's a pitcher of water. He's going to take a nice big glass of that and drink it down and then meet you back out in the hallway and ask, what would you like to do next? The schedule events has a few spas open and the masseuse should be here any moment now. Let's do that. All right. Sol also looks distracted because they keep trying to smell this flower scent. Okay. Make another perception check out here if you wouldn't mind. God Damn, what is this thing? That is the worst. That was a 14. This is the worst. Why yeah. am I rolling so you shittily? You don't smell it out here either. <sighs> so Gro is going to go out to the main area, or to the front lobby rather, and he's going to talk to Nitix, and he's going to come back and say, all right, it looks like they've set up the massages on a patio in the back, so we'll have to go back to the natural springs, which they say are through these doors. He's pointing to the men and women's only signs here above these two doors. Sol is staring at the symbols again. <laughs> is something wrong? I don't know. I just... It, it, it's the binariness of this, I guess. I see. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can go whichever one you'd like. I don't think anybody's really going to care. Yeah? I mean, I haven't even seen any of the guests since we got here, have you? No, I, I haven't. That's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, I was told this place was popular. He kind of shrugs. And walks into the men's side. Soul follows in after him? Okay. So the men's side has two pools. One is hot and one is cold. The hot tub is hot because it has a large fire pit under it that has a low burning fire. That's how you make soup. (laughs) So you make people soup. (laughs) Whereas the cold one has these dark stone bricks at the bottom that you're not sure how it's being kept cold, but the water does look rather frigid. I think Sol will, like, lean over and just touch it with their toe. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't do that when they see water near 
their yeah. feet. I mean, it's definitely in Fahrenheit. It's in the low fifties, <gasps> so it's pretty chilly. Soul makes a verbal eep noise when they try the cold water. <laughs> Girl will walk over to the freestanding hot tub and he'll put his arm into it and he'll he'll kind of pull out a bit of it, and splash it at you. Hey, this water seems fine. Soul sticking their tongue out, but they still come over. <laughs> I was just seeing what it felt like. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with experimenting. You should know that. He kind of blushes a little bit. I suppose that's true. He's <laughs> going to step to the door to leave to get to the natural springs that are behind this area. And stepping out into that area, you see the space has a main walkway that leads to two large natural springs, as well as a large patio deck on okay. the east side of the area. So he walks up on the patio deck, and you <laughs> see an employee, in fact, probably two employees, out there. Rather nondescript-looking gnomes, and they have tables set up in the area with pillows on them. Okay, so yes, there's literally only us here. There's mm-hmm. no other couples you or You seem to be the only so patrons far? here at the current time, yeah. That is really weird. What is happening? Strange. Okay. The two gnomes that are out there will speak to Grow for a little bit, and they basically explain that they're here to perform massages for couples in a romantic way. So the tables are oriented to where the two people can be next to each other or hold hands or whatever during the massage, and then the gnomes will work that person over in such a way that, you know, makes their muscles feel better. Cool. No chiropractors, right? No, no back adjustments. <laughs> Good. We're talking just just muscle relaxing. So we'll get on one of the cushiony tables? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And Grow will get on the other, and the two gnomes will start working on your back and shoulders. And we make a couple of checks here to see how they're doing. The two gnomes are working you over, and Grow sort of looks semi-uncomfortable. You're not really? sure if, yeah, you're not sure, but it looks like the gnome that's performing on him is not doing such a great job. Every so often he'll say, ouch or ow. Oh, okay. Excuse me. The gnome that's giving you a massage stops and asks, what's wrong? Would you mind trading with your partner over there? They look at each other and the two masseuses, masseuse? Masseurs? Yeah, sure. Look at each other and shrug and change places. Taking one for the team. <laughs> All right. So, the one that's working you over is doing a particularly bad job. I just rolled his profession check again, and he got a nat 1. Alright, so the masseuse that's working on you is not doing a particularly good job, and he seems to be making a lot of mistakes and pinching you accidentally by moving his hands too close together and pinching your skin and pulling, and you think that he might be causing more harm than good. It's pretty uncomfortable. On Gro's side, he doesn't look like he's doing much better than before, either. Soul just jolts up randomly. I need to go to the bathroom. All right. I need assistance from my husband, real quick. I am so sorry. It's a bit of an emergency. Gro. <laughs> the two masseuses look confused, and Gro gets your hint and gets up. and It's like, oh, right away, right away, dear. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we awkwardly run away from the fucking masseuse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Runs back in the men's only side. What was that? The fuck was that? Oh my god, that was awful. I was told these people were professionals. Uh, (laughs) And Sol just puts their back against the wall and just kind of slides down into a sitting position with their hands in their face. But they have a really silly grin on their face. They don't really actually look upset. They look more amused by Mm. everything happening. (laughs) I... I have no idea how they have a license to practice like that in this place. It makes no sense to me. My back hurts so bad. He sits down next to you on the wall. 
and slides down, puts an arm around you. Well, we don't have to do that ever again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was that was a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Since we're hiding out away from our masseuses, <laughs> what should we do? I believe it's pronounced. I think it's pronounced Missis. Monsieur. <laughs> what should we do? He shrugs. Well, I think I might know a place. Hold on. He stands up and kind of gestures for you to follow him. Okay. And he's going to stand closer to this hot tub. Okay. I think, yeah, I think this will do. And he is going to attempt to pick you up and throw you into the hot tub. What? <laughs> and Does he fail? Well, I need to check your combat maneuver defense here because I'm pretty sure oh you're fine. Yeah, so even though he took you by surprise with that, it's still not great. So no, he's <laughs> he's not going to be able to do that. He tries to like lift you up, but you're able to defend yourself enough. You stop him from throwing you into the tub. He kind of looks <laughs> what at you. What was that? Uh, spur of the moment thing, I guess. Can Soul try to knock him in? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What What would I need to roll? Combat maneuver. Uh, that is a fifteen. Yeah, that'll be enough for him. So yeah. you end up reversing the grip on him and you toss him into the hot tub. He's just floating there <laughs> looking defeated. He spits out a little spurt of water. Yep. Soul instinctively flexes. This is what I deserve. In the tab. <laughs> you celebrate outside the hot tub and Grow is just floating in there defeated. Soul does the flex and then just kind of has their hands propped on their hips and they... They have a bit more of an amused smile than they probably should, but for some reason they really like showing whenever they are strong. Mm-hmm. It's not often. They're kind of squishy in our team. Gro is going to sigh and say, well, this towel's ruined, and he undoes it and tosses it out of the hot tub. Oh, no. Immediate blush. Their hands are in front, in that grabby hand, palms upwards, where, what are you doing? <laughs> And they look down at the towel and then look back at him and they just keep looking back and forth. (laughs) Ah! He's gonna right himself and sort of swim over to the edge of the tub and get right up near you. What's wrong? I mean, like, technically, this is a men's only bathroom. What if someone wants this? (laughs) At this point, he's going to splash a large amount of water on you as well. And he's gonna say, oh, it looks like your towels are ruined too. Soul's just standing there glaring at him. He shrugs. Uh-huh. It was worth a shot, right? Okay, so Soul's right next to the ladder into the bath? There's a small staircase leading up to the large tub that's over over top of the burner. Does it have railings or is it just steps? It's just steps. Okay, so Soul is standing right next to these steps. So that instead of going around and going up the steps, they just sidestep onto it. And they go and they push Grow into the water with all their body force, pretty much. Mm-hmm. They're going in too. It's just this is the best solution I have currently <laughs> to get back at him. All right, so you push grow under and submerge him for a second, but you end up going in the water as well. Yeah, totally soaking your towels. Yep. Oh, now they well and truly are ruined, aren't they? This is your own fault. I suppose so. He shrugs and kind of leans against the back of the tub. Souls kind of has their hands ringing a little bit. It's still like a new surrounding, and their brains still. This is a public place. <laughs> So for some reason, they keep getting really nervous about this, even though they haven't seen anyone, which is also kind of occupying their mind a little bit. They're like, why Why aren't people here? Is it because they're really bad at massages? Maybe. I mean, everything I read about this place said it was the premier bathhouse in the area. So I figured it would be, you know, a decent place to go. But he grits his teeth a little bit and shrugs. 
I guess my book's out of date. Suppose I'll have to get a new edition or write a new edition of this place. I think you could write a great book. Hmm. Kind of chuckles a little bit. Oh, there's the thought. Have Grow you written anything recently? The mighty author. He laughs. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mostly just work on magical experimentations, constructing of items. Mm-hmm. I haven't done much writing, especially not consumer reviews. <laughs> well, I understand. But you don't even have a notebook where you put all your experiment notes in? Or is it all in your head? Well, I mean, I have a few journals here and there. Some of it I keep memorized, but I do have a stash of important memos. Cool. Can I see them sometime? I mean, I don't know why you'd want to. They're all kind of boring. Just magic notes, things about like how I'm working on that eye for you, which I'm hoping to have it done soon. There's a few more things I need to work out. It's coming along, really. I do appreciate you doing that. I hate to make you wait. <laughs> it's fine. I'm more than happy right now. Well, that's good. Though you may want to drop those towels. I'm sure that can't be easy to swim in. <laughs> Soul pouts. Fine. But if we get in trouble, it's your fault. He shrugs. That's fine by me. Soul takes off their towel and tries to dangle it off the side of the tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not sure how dry that's going to get it. It's pretty It's pretty well soaked. <laughs> Shrug. So, how deep is this tub? Do you have to stand in it? Or uh, is it like, you can sitting? stand around the edge, but in the middle, it's actually deep enough that you have to tread water, which is what you're doing currently. Cool. I like it because it's like exercising, but it doesn't feel like it. And the water is not really that hot. It's That's so kinda, weird. It's kind of tepid, actually. You're not sure. Gro's skin is becoming, like, visibly reddened. Okay. Soul's looking at that. Is, is this water, like, really hot or something? Because it doesn't feel like... It just feels like water. Like, Gro kind of blinks a couple times. He's like, yeah, I mean, it's... He gestures as to the rim of the tub where you can see small amounts of mist coming off the water because it's so hot. Hmm. But my skin's not turning red. No, in, in fact, for you, the water doesn't feel all that hot at all. Huh. Greg looks at you, and he casts a spell, and he holds a hand up in front of you, and like kind of looks you up and down. I can see your eye is magic, and then the ring that we use is magic, but what's that other ring? Oh, and Sol pulls it up out of the water, because it's on their right hand ring finger. Mm-hmm. I got this from rescuing some fae. I don't know, this is just my fire-resistant ring. Grove kind of gives you like the deadest deadpan. <laughs> What? This is water. He slowly submerges himself. <laughs> go, go. He's face palming underwater. <laughs> underwater face palms. <laughs> so looks at their ring. I think it's become a habit where they don't like the idea of taking off either of their rings. I mean, one of them they can't because then it dispels the spell. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, but they're firing like, instinctively because they've gotten so used to like, constantly wearing it. It feels weird to not have it on, so they don't even think about taking it off. And they kind of look at it, and they look like a little nervous to take it off for some reason. Definitely not thinking about anyone who's really hot. Nope. Grow pops back up out of the water. So I think I know why the sauna didn't bother you. Am I an idiot? He swims up from the edge, and he's swimming up next to you, to where your bodies are touching. He says, oh. you're not an idiot. You're my idiot. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> he chuckles and gives you a playful kiss. And he is going to attempt a very poor attempt to take the ring off your finger. Wow, how poor. Pretty bad. He gets like a quarter twist on it and kind of gets it up to your knuckle before you realize what's going on. Soul kind of instinctively pulls their hand away. Fine, suit yourself. I, I got it. I got it. Sorry. This whole takes the ring off. Alright, the instant you remove the ring, the water goes from being tepid to being very hot. To the point where it's sort of shocking, because it just all changes temperature at once. 
soldiers looks like they're frozen they're holding their hand in the same position of taking their ring off stuff mm. they're just there <laughs> and they slowly start to sink down because they stopped treading water crow's <laughs> gonna attempt to help you he's been doing great roles so far oh yeah yeah so. right attempt away my husband okay he successfully hoists you back up out of the water and gets you to the edge of the tub <laughs> hot yeah you are i suppose that was a little bit too much all at once huh it was a bit of a shock Am I sweating? Is it possible to sweat underwater? I think, <gasps> I think technically, yeah. Now, if you're along the edge of the tub, there is a ring that you can sit on. You can stand or sit at the edge of the tub. I, I think Sol would have their knees on the rim, and then they'd have their arms over the edge of the tub, probably, outwards. Because they're trying to get the cooler air to regulate their body currently. Mm-hmm. They probably haven't actually felt heat, really hot heat, in a long time. In a long time, yeah. So they become a bit of a whim. Are you, are you going to be all right? Yeah. I'm just really, really warm. Hmm. And Sol just turns their head to look at him. They just kind of stare at him. They have a smile on their face, and they're pretty much just enjoying his company and enjoying him. So he'll sit there just sort of being around you for a little while without starting any new conversations. Just the act of being near you. Yeah, it's nice. So after a while, I think Sol will become more accustomed to the heat. You know, your body. Hmm gets used to it after a while. They sink down and they, they turn their body so that they're sitting. Still looking at them. Does it smell like flowers in here? Perception. Ugh, is this? Oh my god, 17. Jesus Christ. You smell the air in here, you take like a deep breath, and aside from the smell of the burner and the smell of the slightly sulfuric water, you don't smell any floral scents of any kind. It must have been from the beginning room, because that's all I've smelt it at. Soul is deep in thought, trying to make calculations of where scents can be and diffusing. <laughs> Grows just sort of admiring you, sitting next to you and just sort of like looking over you. And he's like, what's um, what's on your mind? You look deep in thought. Well, I find it weird that there's no one here for one reason. But also, there was something I smelled when we got here. It was like flowers, but not. And I just don't know what that smell was. Well, there were some <laughs> flowers outside, out of the main entrance. Could it have been those? Maybe. I mean, I mostly smelled it near the main entrance. Well, we can go back and check if you'd like. Um, only if you're ready to get out. He's going to slide over next to you in the hot tub. He's going to put an arm around you. He'll reach his right (laughs) arm across you to kind of grab your left hip. So it's across your stomach. Oh. And his left arm is behind your back. He's sitting to your right, I'm assuming. Yeah. Kind of like slides in. Solo lean in and kiss him. He's going to return the kiss and kiss you deeply and probably move his right arm up your side. Okay. So we'll break the kiss and instinctively look around first. No one here, remember? Bad, bad <coughs> macisse. Right. So we'll go back and kind of start kissing him down his neck and stuff. Down his neck and stuff. I like it. And stuff. <laughs> I like the and stuff. It's very good. <laughs> yeah, he's going to attempt to pick you up and reposition you onto his lap. Do you want to resist that? No, but I might slide my eye patch up and check that he's wearing that ring. <laughs> he is wearing that ring, yes. Cool. Eye patch back down. It's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he did not notice. He was busy positioning. It's fine. Yeah, he was busy positioning. So he moves you on. Was he, lap. in fact, successful? Yeah, you did not resist him, so yeah, he was successful. Cool. He's going to kind of wrap his arms around, crossed behind the middle of your back. He's just going to kind of pull you in and like give you a series of kisses up your chest to your chin. He breaks the last one and leans you back to stare into your eye as he whispers, I love you. 
I love you too. He pulls you in for a deep kiss. <laughs> Fucking elves. They're so cute. They're so cute. <laughs> well, that happens. <laughs> and probably more. I mean, this is semi-public, so, you know. Gro's just... Gro's not going to take this any further unless you're comfortable. Uh, Sol probably wouldn't be. Okay. But that doesn't stop them from nudging him while they're getting off of him. You tease. Kind <laughs> of do that and give him a side eye, and then they start to head out of the path. You can tell that it had the desired outcome that you were hoping. Yes! <laughs> I'm a monster. He's going to try to grab you before you can get out of the tub. All right, good luck, boy. Your rolls suck. His rolls suck. <laughs> Did he? Between the water and the general poor coordination that he seems to suffer from right now, he makes a lunge for you, but you're easily able to scamper up and out of the tub. Oh, so I'll turn around and stick their tongue out at him. He's now floating stomach down in the water. He has his head <laughs> peeking up out of the water, and he's taking you all in, standing there over him. He blows some bubbles. He's so cute! Yeah! So Silk reaches down, has their hand out. Are you coming? He blows more bubbles and stands up, takes your hand and leaves the tub. Are you pouting? No, not at all. <laughs> he's going to step out of the tub and he's going to grab one of the in- incredibly soaked towels yeah. and uh, wrap it around himself. I guess I'll grab the other one and put it around me. We be wet. Well, I suppose we can change back into our normal clothes and investigate those flowers if you'd like. For now. And then we can always come back in here and do more things. I mean, enjoy the hot water anyway. <laughs> Already heard what you said. <laughs> he starts walking toward the exit. Oh, uh, soul faces in their hands. <laughs> why do why do I say words? <laughs> so soul's gonna go and get dressed. All right, make a perception check. Okay, twenty four. All right. While you are changing, you hear a loud thunk noise. The sound of something impacting wood, like a a heavy object landing on wood or being struck by wood. Okay. You're not sure what it was from, but it was coming from outside the room. And I'm still in a changing room? You hear this while you're changing back into your clothes. Okay, so I'm going to change the rest of that all real quick. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to kind of not fully open the stall, but kind of open it so you can see through enough. Do I see anything? No, the changing room's empty. The sound came from outside of the room. I'll kind of open the whole room's door Mm -hmm. slightly, see what I see out there. Okay, you look out in the hallway and it appears as empty as it was when you first went in there. Okay. I'll poke my head in the women's area? Alright. Poke your head in the women's area and it appears to be empty. You look in the women's side and you see two pools, a cold pool and a hot pool, as well as a third pool off in a separate area you're not sure what that is but there's no one in there i mean i guess no one's really here so i'll poke my head into the the men's dressing area okay uh you look in the men's dressing area and you see gro is standing in there and he's sort of rubbing his head and kind of looking embarrassed are are you okay (laughs) oh yeah no i slipped i guess my feet were still wet you slipped yeah sorry it was awfully um clumsy of me Sorry. No, it it's okay. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. I heard a really loud thunk, so... Oh, it's, it's I thought nothing. maybe people were here, but... He looks around. No? No, I don't see any people. I think it's just us. He takes a step closer and uh, leans in for a kiss. Soul kisses him back, but 
is very confused. <laughs> Their brain's starting to do the whole beautiful mind shit current. Okay, what's with this noise? What's with this smell? What is happening? Why are there no people here? <laughs> he'll break the kiss pretty quick. It's more of a peck than a kiss. And yeah. he'll step out in the hall. So, what would you like to do? Um, I just wanted to check the main room, the front, see if I could smell those flowers. <laughs> oh, sure, lead on. Make a perception check. Okay. That's a 29, yes! You are able to smell flowers around you. Can I tell what direction it's coming from? Difficult to tell where from, but you can smell like that sickly sweet aroma floral scent. Can I, does it seem familiar at all? No, but it definitely stands out from everything else here. You're not really sure. Is it on Gro's clothing? Do you want to smell Gro like closer? I guess, yeah. So you just want to lean in and sniff him? Well, no. Soul's just gonna kind of hug him. <laughs> okay. You just, like, awkwardly walk up and hug Gro, and he kind of, like... No, it's not awkward, thank you. All right, all right. You smoothly what, you don't want to just... Sashay over, <laughs> and... <laughs> We're right next to each other. All right. I can just hug him. All right. You hug Gro, <laughs> and he's kind of standing there awkwardly while you're hugging him. He puts an arm around you while you're doing this, and you can smell while you're burying your face in his shoulder area, I'm assuming. Give me yeah. another roll. 31. Yeah, you think his clothes kind of smell that flowery smell. It's definitely on him. It's you. He kind of breaks the hug. He's like, are you, are you all right? You smell like a flower. I'm not sure what you mean. Do you think they did something to the clothes while we had them off? He leans over to you and smells. He's like, I don't smell it on you. Did they do something to my clothes? No, I smelled it before we got in here. On me? Yeah, well, yes. Hmm, that's strange. He kind of shrugs. Can I do a sense motive? Yeah. It's my shittiest skill. That was a 12. <laughs> it's like the best roll I've had so far for that. Yeah, you're not sure. He looks confused. Okay. Well, the first panic thought is gone, I guess. No, nah, it's still there. Just oh, there's uh, lots to do here. What would you like to do next? Nothing. I'm going to just check the front room and make sure that doesn't smell like you. And then, um, then we could do the spring in the back. Sure. Were there any other baths? Or Yeah, there's uh, there's the co-ed baths. He points to the end of the hall. Oh, why don't you check those out? I'll just go and smell the front room real quick, and then I'll be right with you. You're sure you want me to go with you? I'm good. I'm just smelling. Just using my face holes. What? <laughs> okay. He turns and walks well, the, down the other hall. Walks backwards into the main room. Okay, you walk in the main room. You see Nitix standing behind the counter, folding stuff. Is everything all right? He says. I have a question, actually. Out with it. What's, uh, what seems to be the problem? Well, I was wondering if there were any strange flowers or perfumes around here that might get stuck on someone's clothes. Strange flowers or perfumes? Well, none that I know of. Everything's perfectly normal here. Yeah, I thought so. I'm so sorry for bothering you. It's quite all right. I just... I can't smell the scent in the main room. Make a perception check. Okay. This is mystery. <laughs> this smelly mystery. Thirty-one. Here as well. Yeah, you can smell it in here as well, but you're not sure where it's coming from. Uh, I can smell it in here, actually. The gnome gives a long smell. I don't smell anything. Nothing. Is it on my clothes? You smell your clothes and you can't tell because you're smelling it in the air in this room, so you don't think it's coming from your clothes. It doesn't smell any stronger okay. on your clothes than it does in the air. I guess I'll start walking around the room and smelling where it's the strongest. <laughs> the gnome is looking at you really concerned as you're just walking around sniffing. <laughs> this is 
bothering Soul so much. Is there any strongest place here? Yeah, when you're near the counter, it becomes stronger. Counter? Yeah. Is there anything like a diffuser or... Nope. He's folding some towels, Nitix is, and he's standing behind the counter like looking at you. But it's definitely stronger near to the counter. And can't see anything on the counter or... What? Nope. What the fuck is happening? What is this smell? Okay, Soul's just gonna let it go for now because that would so, be really awkward. Gro walks back into the front room. Make another perception check, please. That's a 25. 25. As soon as Gro walks in the room, you see Nithix and Gro make eye contact for a split second. And then what? Gro... Yeah, you heard me. Gro and Nitix, <laughs> as Gro walks into the room, Nitix glances up from what he's doing and looks at Gro for just a split second and then they break eye contact. And Gro will walk over into the room. Is everything all right? Yeah, I was just coming back. I'm so sorry. I made you wait. It's it's fine. Did you want to check out any of the baths? Some of them are really yeah, nice. I do. Um, let's let's go get changed. Sure thing. He goes back into the men's changing room. Soul's about to go back. Uh-huh. <laughs> they stop at the counter and they do a quick head whip towards him. What are you planning? Nivik's eyes go like saucers. I have no idea what you mean. Is is not everything to your satisfaction? Where is everyone else? Well, it's not really peak tourist season, you see, so we don't really get very many people this time of year. It really was actually quite fortunate that the two of you came. Can I intimidate him? I mean, he's already sort of intimidated. Yeah. He's a gnome. Not peak season. It's about to turn winter where a bunch of snowbirds are going to come down here to get away from anything cold. Yes, but not for another week or so. And yet, not one person is here, not even a single patronage from anyone who lives here? Well, no, not exactly. There's been issues recently. It's really nothing to be concerned about. It's mostly people being overly protective, that's all. You know, they'll hear a thing or read about a thing, and suddenly the next thing you know is the most dangerous thing around, and then no one wants to spend any money. What's... Dangerous. Oh, people it's... are up in arms. It's the old scares, you know. It's it's really nothing that important. I, I promise, this this spa is perfectly safe. I, I didn't think it wasn't safe. See? Exactly. Exactly. He nods as if that's the end of the conversation and goes back to folding. Soul's hand goes on the counter and they lean in closer. So, if I didn't think there was an issue beforehand... <laughs> Would you like to uh, make sure that I continue thinking that? What are these rumors? I, I mean, it's the same rumors that always spread around the city. At the, I mean, people say that, oh, this and that, this and that, you know, the old, the old enemies. I like hearing about this and that. It's really not polite to talk about. Uh, please, uh, the, the, you know, the old enemy, you know. He tilts his head back and forth. You know, kind of makes like an, an open and closing gesture with his hands. You know. He's fucking talking about chests. <laughs> really? You believe that is what he's talking about, yeah. A chest. <clears throat> I mean, not exactly per se. It's what could be one, right? I mean, look, it's it's silly. It's very silly. You're an elf. You don't have these kinds of crazy prejudices in your society, right? So please, for, forgive my race, their silly prejudices. Just uh, please enjoy your stay here. Of course. I'm I'm very sorry. I just... When I was leaning over him mm-hmm. to intimidate him, did yes. I smell the scent coming off of him? Yes. 
Okay. It's really very silly, right? It's okay. Very. Only if you believe so. But if it is something important to you, you should speak about it. Oh, it's... I certainly will. I mean, we're only a few steps from the city. I mean, it's it's quite safe here. Quite safe. He nods and goes back to folding his clothes. Or the, the Soul towels. goes back to the changing room. <clears throat> their face is just full suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> so, Soul is getting changed. Mm-hmm. Any weird noises this time? Nope, no weird noises, no weird smells. My clothes don't smell like... No. Okay, so it's just quite cool. normal. What the fuck is the smell? Okay. Soul's gonna finish changing and leave the changing room. They're gonna instinctively go to open the men's changing room. Mm-hmm. It uh, stands empty, but if you look down the hall, you can see Gross standing there in the box. Sorry about that. He doesn't buff. appear to be wearing a towel. He doesn't even have a towel. Okay. No. Um. He's just kind of standing there looking <laughs> at you. Ready to check out the co-ed pools? <laughs> yep. Yeah. He laughs and walks it. into the room. <clears throat> Ugh. This is not good for my soul. The cold pool or the natural hot pool? I'm always for warmth, personally. Good. He walks in, steps into a large stone grotto at the end of the room. It's interesting, there appears to be part of the north wall here. It goes to the water level, but does not actually close it off, so you could actually swim under the wall into oh, the natural cool. spring Oh, cool, I love things outside. like that. You I love see, those kind of things. You can see sunlight coming in from under the wall. Gro so... will get into the water and immediately begin to playfully splash around. <laughs> Soul will, just because they're curious, will stick their head underneath the little area to go through, just because mm. it's there. Why not? All right. And as you do that, Grow will move up behind you and put a hand on either one of your hips from behind. Oh. May I help you? <laughs> Perhaps. Is everything all right? Yeah. I was just looking over this way. You're being very inquisitive tonight. I'm sorry about that. His grip tightens. Are, is that okay? Well, I suppose so. I mean, it is just us here. That's true. Yeah. Still feels really weird that it's just us here. Well? Well? Is there anything you'd like to tell me? Well, tilts their head. I love you. Do you? Of course. Why wouldn't I? Interesting. How much? And Sol has a big, doofy smile. So much. Really? Well, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten married to you if I didn't. That's true, that's true. And would you do pretty much anything that I asked you? So looks like they contemplate this one. I mean, almost. Yeah. Hmm, good, good. Soul playfully splashes water at him. You're scaring me, stop it. No, no, it's just a game. Okay. He moves his arms up and he's kind of holding you very tightly. Is it an uncomfortable <clears throat> type? It's just verging on uncomfortable. Okay, alright. I'm really nervous right now. I'd like you to close your eyes. Okay. Soul closes their eyes. I want you to make a perception check, now that your eyes are closed. That's a 30. The smell of flowers, that sickly sweet smell of flowers, is currently overwhelming. You can smell it on his breath. What the hell? Are your eyes still closed? Yeah. Okay. So at this point, you feel this wet sensation on your face, like some sort of slime. A slime? Yeah, some some sort of slime is being spread across your face. And it's extremely sticky. It's spreading across your face and it's clogging your mouth and nose. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and okay, so at that soul at this point, you attempt try to, to open their eyes. Yeah, you start to open your eyes and already this stuff 
has gotten onto you. Mm-hmm. It appears Gro's head has turned partially into this gray liquid, and he's spreading his face onto you, and it's like, <laughs> and it's sealing your nose and mouth shut so you can't breathe. I punch him. <laughs> can right. I punch him? You can try. Yeah, you're currently suffocating. Strength. What do I do? It appears that Gro is not what he appears, and he is assaulting you. Yeah. Well, what do I do to hit him? Make a melee attack roll. You can roll that against him. That's a 16. Okay, you're able to punch him. Go ahead and roll a d4. Okay, that's a 4. Okay, so it's a d3 plus 1 is going to be your damage. So you roll 4 damage. That's non-lethal. So you give him a nice good clock in the head. Uh, But when your fist makes contact with his head, it just sort of splashes out. He's not really solid. Ew! Ew! He's more ooze-like than solid, and your fist is now stuck to the side of what was his head. Gross. Uh, Can I try to rip off the shit that's on my face currently with my other hand? uh, You can, but it's not your turn currently. So now that you've done that, he is going to try to drag you under the water. Jesus Christ! However, you are able to resist that, so it's your turn. Can, Can I tear that shit off my face so I can breathe? Yeah, I'm gonna need you to make a strength check. Okay, that's a 15. Okay, you're able to get some of the stuff peeled away so one of your nostrils is open and you suck in air. Jesus Christ. Out of one nostril, but it's not much and you get the feeling that he's going to try to attempt that again. Okay, how do I get away? You're not sure. Oh God, did I hurt him at all when I punched him? You're not sure. Yeah, because you just have your fists, yeah. Jesus, I don't know what to do. I don't actually know what to do. Back to Gro's turn, his chest is going to sort of change shape slightly and he's going to, and he's going to grow a weird vertical mouth in the center of his chest uh, that has these little pinpoint teeth in it uh, and he's going to try to take a bite out of you no thank you you're able to dodge the attack but his body's becoming less and less light grow and more and more like some sort of partially gelatinous creature gross would you really like to gross. make a knowledge arcana check yeah, can I use Lore Master, please? <laughs> yeah, you can use Lore Master. Because I'm guessing this is a mimic, but soul. <laughs> you appear see. to be dealing with a creature known as a greater mimic. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, so this greater mimic is able to take on, instead of just stationary objects, it's able to fully duplicate people as well. And give me a knowledge arcana so I know how it, exactly what your skill check got you. So that's a plus oh, wow. 12 for my knowledge arcana. So you would have gotten a 32. Okay. In that case, you believe you know quite a bit about these things. The greater mimics are able to catch prey, and then while they have them captive, they're able to tap into their brain psychically and impersonate yeah. them. So grows somewhere though. Yeah, like most likely. Grow. Yeah, most likely that was that thump noise. Yeah. Was him being That's like, what I'm gathering. Knocked out. And then his body was stashed somewhere, or well, he was stashed somewhere. And this greater mimic made a mental connection with him and used his memories to fool you into a compromising position in an attempt to kill you. Yay! This is terrible. Adventure. Uh, advent- naked adventure. <laughs> the best kind Jesus. of adventure. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> All right. So it's your move. Can I withdraw away from this thing? Your fist is stuck to its head, quote unquote. 
Yeah. Currently, and it's grappling you. Because it still has your mouth sealed. The ooze is part of its body, so it's kind of grabbed onto your face. Gotcha. I guess I'll have to try to get more off of my face. Okay. Go ahead and give me another strength check. That is an 11. an 11. That's not enough. So you're not able to pry any more off of yourself. I'm not that strong. I know. This is bad. (laughs) So it's going to try to take another bite out of you, and it's going to fail. Your move? Jesus, if I can't move away, I'm gonna have to keep this stupid tearing my face off shit. Okay, that's that's another one. <laughs> Alright, he's gonna try to bite you again, and he's gonna fail again. He's got this little chest mouth that keeps, like, biting at you, and you're weaving back and forth away from it as you're trying to tear this thing off your face. Yeah, gross. So Very gross, gross right? Ugh. I'm gonna still, keep going, then. Still looks like growth from the waist down, so that's fun. That's a nice mental Jesus. image, right? Ugh. That's a 17. All right, you tear the rest of it off of your face. So you're now only connected by your fist. Your right fist is stuck to it. Okay. Can I remove my fist? <laughs> uh, yeah, next turn. Damn. So it's going to rear up and create multiple new appendages with mouths on the end, and it's going to try to strike you with them. But again, it misses. Jesus, it's horrifying. All right, your move. Gonna do another remove my hand check. 15. All right, you pry your hand (laughs) off of it and are now fully separated from the creature. Can I move away? Your back is to that wall. Can't I swim under? Yes, you can. Make a swim check. Jesus, no! Oh, no. Dance wouldn't happen to have a swim check in it, would it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. That was a one! Okay, you try to swim (laughs) under the water, but you're panicking. Yeah. Creature is going to reach out while you're swimming underwater, and it's going to reach a long tendril, and it's going to grab onto one of your ankles. Ew! (laughs) You're still underwater, and you can't quite get to the surface. Fuck! It's pulling the rest of its body underneath the wall as well. Which now it's it's becoming fully gelatinous now. Ew! (laughs) Gross! My turn now? Or his turn? Your turn. Okay. How do I get out of tentacle ankle moment and away? You could make another strength check to pry it off of you. That's a six. Yeah, you're reaching, you're trying to pull it off, but you can't. So it's now moving closer to you and it's going to try to make another bite attack. Again, it can't roll well enough to hit you. (laughs) It's it's not doing a great job of sealing the deal here. Yeah. Go ahead. Try to to break it again. Another six. God damn all right. It lashes at you with another bite attack and misses. Jesus Christ. Okay, this is the one. It's a ten. Tickle. Okay, that's not good enough, and its bite misses you again. God damn, okay. Uh, neither of us can roll well, so don't worry. Oh my god, that was just a one. Okay, you can't quite do that, and you're also starting to get a little bit woozy from lack of breath. Yeah, I figure. All right, it's going to try to bite you. It also fails. This will be the one. This is a 13. 13. You pry it up just enough that you reach the surface and fill your lungs again. Oh, Jesus. Can I move away yet? Yeah, you can try to move away now. Do I have to swim again? <laughs> yeah, you need to make a swim check. God damn. Oh my God. Please. That is, that's All a right. 14. You can move up to 15 feet. I get yeah, to the you stairs. Get, you get to the, the stairs. So on its turn, it's going to pop through. And it's going to kind of rear out of the water, <laughs> and it's going to make a lash attack with, with these longer tentacles. One of them finally hits you. <laughs> Jesus. Two damage. Ooh. So it, it barely scratches one of your arms. It grazes you. Soul looks 
fucking pissed. Alright, so you're standing there. You're at the edge of the pool. Oh, I'm yeeting the fuck out of this area. (laughs) (laughs) How far can I move? You can move 30 feet as a move action and 30 feet as a standard action. I'm gonna do both. Running. (laughs) Okay, so as you're running to get out of this place... Can I scream grow into my ring? My actual ring? Yes. That I have? Yes, you I'm can. I'm screaming into that fucking thing so hard. Do I hear any... Oh, no. So around the corner is a little gnome. Steps around the corner. What seems to be can the I, problem? Can I smell him? Not from where you're standing, no. Oh, man. Is everything Soul okay? to a stop. Don't get close. Don't what? touch me. What's wrong? What's going on? He takes a step closer. He's Soul holding his arms back. out to... Calm you down. Nope. Behind nope. you, you can so already see the creature moving closer. Fuck. Nope. What's, what's going on? There is a mimic here. It and steps, I would appreciate it if... It steps into the room and it's like making like a gurgling, growling gesture. <laughs> you jump in the cold pool? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, Nitix is going to take a step back and stand in the doorway. And he looks in fear toward the mimic. But he just kind of remains frozen and still there. At this point, Gro is going to move 30 feet, get down here. Gro! You don't hear anything from your ring. There is so much sad whimpering happening right now from Soul. It's just it's just them saying Gro over and mm-hmm. over again. And their one eye is just tears falling out of it. They're fucking scared. Yeah, you don't hear anything from the other end of that ring. So it's possible <laughs> if Gro's alive, he's unconscious. Move, you gnome! Sorry, no gnomes here. Oh, At this point, Nitix is going to expand and block the door. <laughs> okay. And Gro's okay, going to eh. All right, Gro's going to leap into the water and make another attack at you. Well, oh. that version of Gro. It's going to bite you with a larger mouth and deal three Ooh. points of damage to you. No. It's also going to try to adhere to you. <laughs> it's now stuck, pulling you into the cold water. Jesus, I hate cold water. That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god. Oh! Make a perception check. That is a 21. 21. You rolled a really high lore master for mimics, so I'll need to tell you yeah. something about mimics. Mimics have an adhesive property that if they want to stick to something, they can. The only thing that is able to counteract this adhesive property is two things, really. There's a, a one thing called a universal solvent, it's a magic item that yeah. dissolves all adhesives. The other thing is much more common. Strong alcohol will dissolve it. And on the bench next to the pool here is a couple of bottles of what appear to be some sort of liquor. Aw, shit. I'm gonna grab a bottle and I'm gonna fucking hit this bitch over with this bottle where it breaks and alcohol gets all over him. Okay. Go ahead and give me a melee attack, please. Okay. You got the soul. That's a 13. Alright. Luckily his AC is pretty low in this current form. So you strike him with this bottle. It doesn't do any damage, but the bottle does break, and it showers him with probably some form of whiskey. His flesh immediately begins to sizzle and smoke, and he starts to shriek in pain, and he backs away. I'm going to grab another bottle and start pouring it on him. All right. (laughs) Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) You grab another bottle and start pouring it on him. He's sizzling and bubbling, and he backs out of the water completely. This is what you get from fucking with me and my fiance. I mean, my husband. Both, really. He, uh, he forms back into Grow and says, kind of gurgly sounding effect on the voice, but he's, don't you love me? Soul says, fuck you, and throws another bottle at him. All right, make a ranged attack. That's All right. a 27. It's a 27. All right. 
Your ranged attack strikes him and it breaks on his head, causing his head to sort of melt back into his torso. The creature shambles back and kind of falls to the ground. Soul's gonna grab as many bottles as they oh, can. That was and it. They... Oh, shit. There are only three bottles. Gotcha. All right. Soul's running <laughs> to the other path right. so the other, to get more alcohol. The other mimic is going to start chasing you. Soul's yeeting over these rocks. All right. Make an acrobatics, please. Okay. We're going to dance the fuck out of that. All right. That was a 17. 17 will do it. All right. You clear it right as he's trying to grab at your legs as you swing over it. it oozes over the center there. I got me my alcohol. Okay, you go to the other bar in there, and the creature sort of stops dead, takes a step back. Soul has the evilest grin on their face. Oh yeah, bitch. You want to fucking go? It hisses at you. It takes another step back. Oh, boo-hoo. Soul's kind of rounding one. You know how when you roll your Mm. wrist and stuff, they're they're rolling one pretty Mm. much in their hand, and they're just glaring at this fucking thing. Alright, it hisses and moves back out of your sight. Soul's gonna keep those bottles, and they start to move away. They're gonna go into the men's changing room and look- Okay, you look in the changing stalls, and in one of the stalls is a, for lack of a better word, sort of a cocoon made of adhesive. His head's sticking out so you can breathe, but it appears to be an unconscious grow. Okay, I'm gonna go get Symphonia's wit from the changing room. Okay, you grab your weapon. I'm gonna come back and cut him out. Alright, you cut him down with Symphonia's wit after a bit of doing it, because the stuff sticks to your weapon really badly, too. I just figure I'd put a couple of drops of alcohol cut. Okay. Drops of alcohol. That's fair, that's fair. That'll work then. Okay, so that allows it to act more like an actual knife, and you slice him down, and he still seems to be unconscious, though. Took a nasty head injury. Okay. I lightly tap his face at first, trying to wake him up. Unresponsive. Okay. I'm going to flip up my eye patch and start looking around. Are mimics magical creatures? They're what? aberrations, so kind of, yeah. Would detect my detect magic. magic? No. Okay. Well, girls here, I can't do anything. We've still got another mimic out there somewhere. <sighs> Does girl have clothes on? No. Okay. I'm going to see his cloak and put it on him and then drag him to the changing room that I was in. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get dressed, because I'm not fucking fighting this shit naked. All right. So you drag him to the other room. All right. So there we go. Boom, boom. And you've got your equipment back. Oh, this bitch is going to be dead. So you do have those potions of cure light wounds on you. I only have five damage. So I'm oh, I'm okay for now. All right. What? I was talking about you, but that's fine. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Damn. That's a good idea. Damn! No, fuck it. <laughs> Rambo this shit. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Okay. No, I was gonna just kill the damn thing and then wake him up. Alright, do it. Go for it. Alright, I got my three bottles of alcohol, one mm-hmm. half full, because I, I used it to cut grow down. Mm-hmm. So I kind of put them in a hidey spot in there and I can look around. Okay. And make sure there's no one out in the halls or anything. So Soul, while walking around, is going to have one of the bottles lightly hitting the walls. Because it kind of looks like half of this stuff's made out of stone in this. So I'm assuming there's some, like, you know, there's at least, like, a textured wall. Mm-hmm. So Soul's running one of the bottles against the wall. <laughs> and they're saying, come out, come out wherever you are. <laughs> I'm going to make you fucking pay. Fuck with my honeymoon. <laughs> 
So Soul is looking around. We're going near the front. Okay, make Do another perception anybody? check while you're outside. Okay. That's 29. So you notice that shipment that was sitting outside? Yeah. There is a single crate missing from it. So, like I said, it's a bunch of dried goods. And I mentioned yeah. it when you first got here, but it was just sitting out there. It's not actually being unloaded. There's one crate that is no longer on that cart. Gotcha. So. I'm going to dribble some alcohol on that cart. Okay. It, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Okay. Nope. So now you so, have like, one quarter still does the, the two fingers and does the I'm watching you. <laughs> to the cart. <laughs> to the cart. <laughs> Goes back inside. Hello. Where are you, not a gnome? Everything Since... looks eerily quiet and exactly like you saw it last, so you're not sure. Alright, since it's pretty quiet and I haven't seen him yet, I'll go back in and check on Gro and... He's still propped up in the corner where you left him. <laughs> I'm gonna put a potion down his throat then. Alright, roll a d8 plus one. All right. That's an eight. Alright, so Gro is now awake, but heavily injured. He's gonna kind of like come to... Oh, my head... Hey, 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 hey. What happened? Don't move too much. What happened? There's crater mimics right now. One pretended to be you. What? It was very awkward. What, Bath what happened? Shit. Are you okay? He <laughs> looks more concerned about you than himself right now. I'm I'm fine. And then Sol just pulls the other three potions out of their bag. Take these. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, they only hit me for five. And I'm going to hurt them way more than they did to me or you. You're not making any sense. What does that mean? Hit you for five? <laughs> I only got a cut. It's fine. He like, and Sol just sits. moves their arm over. All right. Well, he's going to chain chug these three potions. <laughs> and Sol's been steadily looking around. They look like an animal cornered almost. They're on the prowl. Let me get... <clears throat> I feel a bit better now. He stands up and he's now only just wounded. Let's get back to the room. I can get my spell book. You got it. And Sol has their hand out. Gro's only wearing a cloak currently. Yeah. Uh, they're leading him to the room, but they still have bottles ready. <laughs> Where did my clothes go? Right. You were changing, and right, I assume right. that's when you got attacked. Yeah, that that makes sense. Sorry, so he, didn't have enough time to dress you up. Okay, so he steps into the room, and he goes over to the shelf where he's towed his stuff. Make a perception check. That's a 22. There's a large basket sitting next to that shelf that was not there before. Gro does not notice it, and is standing right next to it and grabbing his stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a bottle of alcohol at it. <laughs> All right, make a ranged attack. That's a 23. All right, your bottle strikes the basket and breaks, causing it to sizzle and burn and quickly turn into this gelatinous mass. Gro is going to quickly grab his stuff and run to the other end of the bedroom and reach into a bag and pull out a spell book. You are not kidding. Those are horrible looking. Those fucking bastards. (laughs) So, uh, like, has the quarter bottle out and they're just walking over it. It's going to screech and move up the room and it's going to make a couple attacks at you here. Hey, all right. Hits you for 11 damage. Yeah. With bite for 11 damage. And it's a pretty nasty one. So Soul just yelps. Okay. From that. You have a move? Uh, Just a move? No, sorry, it's your turn, rather. Okay. Soul's just gonna throw the other bottle at it. Okay. A ranged attack. That's a 19. That'll hit. It splashes on it, burns it more. And Gro is going to cast Magic Missile at it, which causes a bunch of little pellets of energy to cast from his hand and smash it mm-hmm. into that creature as well. Alright, between the two attacks, it's pretty shaken, and it takes a step back, but it's still within reach to make a long-ranged bite attack at you, which may crit, which doesn't crit, just hits. Oh, okay. Hits you for four more damage. Damn. Alright, your turn. I that was the last of your alcohol. Let's see. I have three bottles. 
I threw one at him. I have a quarter left. Ah, quarter bottle? Yeah. So I was just going to walk over to it and just dump it on it. <laughs> They're pissed. <laughs> All right. This is like with the entire drama of a girl getting dumped and then tilting their entire drink on top of the person who just dumped them. All right. It's going to <laughs> sizzle and burn this creature, but it's not quite enough to kill it. Gro is going to move down and going to pull out a flask and he is going to dump it on this creature as well. He has a, is the flask of alcohol? Oh, no, wait, he probably has a solution. Actually, uh, I need to ask him that. (laughs) Right, so between those two last attacks, it sinks into a puddle on the floor and stops moving. (laughs) Some honeymoon, huh? Sol slumps beside the bed and just kind of has their arm and head resting against it. I hate gnomish lands. That's what I decided today. (laughs) Fuck this place. (laughs) I'm gonna ask for a refund. I think that's a good idea. I don't know who you can ask it from, though. I mean... I don't know about you, but do we own this place now? <laughs> Can we? He shrugs. I guess we'll it depends on if anybody sh- name on it. <laughs> if anybody shows up to take this place over, but I'm I- sure I could buy it technically. <laughs> I think I think I might need to drink. You drink? He rubs his head. It's the first time for everything. Soul so kind of follows him out, and they look like shit. He turns around and hugs you and says, "You were so brave." I. I don't feel like I was very brave. I mean, that thing dropped me like a sack of potatoes. I mean, you were actually strong enough to resist it. Kill them. I mean, you're really good at this adventuring thing, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Is he still hugging them? Yeah. Soul's gonna kind of push him away. And they're gonna turn around and throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Girl's patting your back lightly. Oh, God. And Soul's one eye is just streaming down a tear. Tears? Yeah. Tears coming out of one eye. Mm-hmm. I was so scared. <laughs> it's okay. Ugh. They're they're dead now. I mean, that would explain why the gnomes were so terrible at massages. Oh God. Wait. Are think, they still here? Do you think those two masseuse? <laughs> oh God. Uh oh. Nope. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I own the place now. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDND. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time. <laughs>